2: everybody welcome to teenagers with attitude the show where teenage uh, oh man hold on the show where a bunch of teenagers in big billowy colored clothing fight monsters and we talk about it hey guys it's been like a little bit since i did this (laughs) we did do one last week but before that it's been a while and apparently i don't remember the intro this is a power rangers podcast my name is zach and joining me this week uh we've got mike
3: you know what? There's a lot of people online with, like, a goo person fetish. Do you think any of them started with Ivan
2: I suspect that people who have goo fetishes probably started earlier than the Power Rangers. Uh, well, I guess if you were, like, five, but I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. want to think that. Mm-hmm. Hey, how about we ask Resident Fetish Expert... Matt, what do
4: you think? <laughs> Simple law of averages and with how popular this franchise indicates that at least one person
2: had to have started with Ivan <laughs> However, it probably wasn't a common thing. Good, because, I mean, well, I- Ivan News actually only does, like, goo stuff a couple times in this movie, and every time it's horrifying, so I don't like that, and I hope that's not somebody's thing, but everything is, so, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, and then, joining uh. with us, we've got our buddy Greg... I had
5: no idea that goof person fetishes was a thing until I just came. Oh, on. man. Wow.
2: How do you not know because, that? Because, Matt, some people don't have horrible search histories like <laughs> you and I do. <laughs> I
5: won't even like, say it's horrible. I just, I was never made aware. I am a very vanilla person, I guess you could say.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's really not that bad, honestly. Don't, it's just, just don't-
5: oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum.
4: You
3: could get a goo person who's like vanilla flavored if that's what you want. <laughs> no, that's definitely
4: a
2: thing. Yeah, I—I yeah. I mean, what about I'm Neapolitan? Not, I'm, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm not saying you should go Google slime girls, but you could do if it. You wanted to do it. Do <laughs> it. So. Do it assuming you're over the age.
3: Yeah, I I'm with I'm with Matt. TWA is officially endorsing
4: Oh my god! Whoa, what the fuck is wrong with Goldar in this movie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so let me do a quick oh, explanation. He, he has a horrible baby face! No! <laughs> so let me do a quick explanation of what's going on this week. We're gonna be covering the second part of the movie, which is like the uh, it's like right. Right around like thirty minutes to an hour.
3: Uh, yeah, from the moment that uh, that the Rangers teleport away from Earth, and till whenever we're gonna stop. I guess when they get their powers back is where we're looking to fi- that's, finish. That's this time. kind
2: of the, the aim. It depends on how long it runs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But <laughs> but to explain what's going on this week, I woke up with a cold this morning. As you, hey, you can't tell. Um, and we didn't have i i opened slack which is what we use to communicate for for the podcast and like four people were like whoops can't make it today so (laughs) first of all greg was around so we were like hey greg you want to be on the thing hey hooray and i'll get back to that in a second um and then matt uh who had been planning to be on but wasn't last week um, didn't realize we were doing the movie, so he watched the second part of the three-parter that starts season three, which is really funny and also not helpful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's not. What is? You didn't answer my question though. What the fuck is wrong with Goldar? They redid. They redid a bunch of people's costumes for reasons I don't understand. Yeah, uh, f- yeah. Oh, wait, <laughs> what do you see
5: Zed, yes, my dude? Yes, jacked.
2: Fucking Zed, yeah, Z- Z- Goldar
4: got it way worse than Zed. Zed still fundamentally looks like Zed, even if the costume is different. Goldar has like this horrible, hideous baby face. Why is his Why is his face and his is head his so tiny? His face is
2: not furry. <laughs> like it's ra- It's like less. It's tiny. Wolf. Yeah, it's, it's
4: it's a horrible baby face with like sharp teeth. It's ho- <laughs> it's
2: horrible.
3: But you know who gets it even worse than Goldar?
2: Who? Squad and Babu. Oh yeah, because they're, they're not here. Converted into a, pig man, a <laughs> pig man, who's not a character in the actual show. Yep. Um. So Matt is they're watching looking at a demon skeleton or some shit. The middle 30, 30 minutes of this the movie right now. <laughs> I'm so lost. So that's gonna be great. Um. And we're gonna do this because we were like, well, should we postpone the recording? And no, because we're professionals. God damn it! And if you can't show up, then we're just gonna record without you. And maybe it'll be fine, I don't know. I'm kind of punch drunk, so it might be funny in one specific case
3: <laughs> uh, listen listen there's if there's anything we've made abundantly clear, it's that no matter what happens, we will record teenagers with
4: attitude. Oh yeah, sometimes you know,
3: it gets delayed, but like it's gonna happen
4: is nothing stops teenagers with attitude a vow or a threat? <laughs> it's both, both. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
5: Why do you think we've been in these tubes all this time?
4: Why exactly. does that thing have a monocle? What is wrong with Goldar's face? No,
2: I <laughs> fucking hate it. I know you hate Goldar's awful. face, and I
3: agree, but we have to let get let Greg uh, have so, his, a his shot. So, okay,
2: I'm yeah, sorry. So we've got no, some, some pre-episode uh, or segment um, stuff to go over. My first thing is, hey, Greg, you haven't been on in a while. How you doing?
5: I'm doing good.
2: So you guys finished... Beast Wars, yes. On War and Beast, we uh, did on a, a, a fellow teenager, uh, a fellow audio entropy podcast. You should check it out; it's pretty good. What's
3: it like to get to the end of a
2: show? Yeah, how is that? Uh,
5: <laughs> initially, it feels really weird because you're like, "Oh my god!" The past year we have been doing this thing, and now we don't have this thing anymore, and you feel sort of hollow inside.
2: Oh no! <laughs> it only
4: took you a year.
5: A uh, little over, yeah.
2: Fuck yeah I mean Beast Wars is not that long it's maybe 60 episodes 65 ish
5: uh, no not even that it was the the first season was 26 episodes and then the second and third season were only 13 each so
2: 52 episodes in total jeez yeah there you go
3: that entire show was shorter than the first season of power Rangers
2: yeah <laughs> well that's our fault not that show's fault that's that's <laughs> like that's a weird thing with power rangers but i mean so what do you guys plan on doing next i know you've talked about it but i was just curious
5: yeah well we've we've touched on a couple of, of bonus episodes actually at time of recording this we just released the episode uh, a bonus episode we reviewed the uh, 86 transformers movie transformers! which everybody seemed to enjoy which is nice because the bay formers movies we have had some testy issues a- before a about yeah. yeah um <laughs> But the 86 movie was was great. It's one of my favorites, and everybody loved it. Uh, mainly because of the soundtrack, I think. Because uh, yeah. everybody's like, why the hell is Weird Al in this movie? And
3: it's <laughs> why like... Why would Weird Al ever not be in a exactly.
5: movie? Exactly. It, it, but it, it just works so well. And uh, so, yeah, we just posted that. And the plan is uh, that we're going to be moving on to the sequel series uh, Beast Machines. So, we're going to have 26... So, probably like half a year's worth of episodes to review for that. And after that, we'll see where it goes.
2: Cool. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I love beast wars and like, I think that's a good starting point for, for, for a lot of people who are a little too young for like the original series. Um, but I don't know that much about anything else. So like, I'm excited to, in fact, I don't really know much about beast machines. So I'm kind of excited to see where you guys go from here. It
5: Surprisingly, um, at the time of showing, it was a bit divisive because a lot of the stuff that went on behind the scenes with the making of the show, uh, actually, it was told to pretty much ignore Beast Wars when they made Beast Machines. Yet then Hasbro came in and said, oh, yeah, you can use all this stuff from G1, like the rust virus and Vector Sigma and all this other stuff and it's just like okay what in the hell because they're like trying to ignore past canon but still throwing even older canon into a series that's
2: really bizarre yeah yeah well hopefully I mean I have heard some people say it holds up better than people remember so we'll we'll see yeah Um, hopefully it's not that bad yeah um so so, yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, good luck and congratulations. Thanks. Uh, and let's move on to some talking about things real quick. This should be fast. Talking about things. Um, there are two things I wanted to talk, talk about, uh, and they're both uh, Power Rangers 25th anniversary related. Essentially, they've been announcing a bunch of stuff they're going to do in 2018 for uh, the anniversary. Um, one of them is that they're going to do a live Power Rangers show. And by live, I don't mean on TV. I mean like one of those like stunt shows that travels around... Uh, And goes to different cities And usually they make the kids Like clap to beat the monster There's a bunch of these It's not just Power Rangers Like every popular kids show has something like this And there was one We've talked about it before actually There was one for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers You can actually find the entire thing on YouTube And it ends with uh, Like the audience pointing these devices Which I think were pretty much like Tiny Mirrors at a giant blow-up doll of Lord Zed until he deflates. So we need the extra power now.
4: It's time. Hold up your reflectors. Reflect the light back to Zed. Hold them up, everyone. We need more light, more light, more light, more
1: Okay, more, no. more, Stop. more, more, more more light, more light, more We almost got it, but we need more power.
2: Was weird I don't know how This one's gonna go <laughs> um, But it's based on Ninja Steel which One of the things I wanted to mention is we've talked about It before how like Saban seems to hit The Mighty Morphin stuff so hard Even with little kids where it doesn't Maybe make so much sense um, Because you know They don't they didn't grow up with that um, So I'm glad they're actually using The current series uh, But I don't know, so for me specifically, I haven't watched Ninja Steel yet, except for the first couple episodes, Um, and there is one sort of near me, and I don't know that I'll go, because A, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Very Small Children, Or parents with very small children, and that seems creepy. You did Um, have
5: a white van at one point, so that would have made it even worse. I did have a white panel
2: van that I rented. I definitely couldn't take that. Um, Okay, so Zach, can you, like, just temporarily rent a child? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think it works that way. I guess I could sign up for Big Brothers and then, like, quit right after (laughs) I took a kid to Power Rangers Live. But no, 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 I'm not going to do any of those things. Um... But it, it seems interesting to, to bring it back now. I mean, I, I hope that they'll find an audience. They've got 50 dates listed, which is a lot. Wow. Um, so, you know, if you want to check that out, if you're interested, if you've got kids or whatever, uh, or I mean, or if you don't, whatever, do do you, uh, you can go to PowerRangersLive.com and just go through there. I will say that there's very little information on their website they mentioned that if you buy like the VIP pass, you can meet the Rangers, but it couldn't possibly be the guys from the show, right? Like, there's no way they would take that crew uh, on. I just that doesn't seem like logistically it would make sense. Maybe it's the people in costume, right? That's probably what it is. Is like yeah. the stunt man, right? Well, so- is this
3: is this at every location on the tour? Because if not, it could really be the the actors.
2: Uh, it looks like you can give VIP tickets to every showing. So my guess is it's probably the stuntman, like Greg said, which is still cool. Yeah, I don't want to talk to a stuntman. That's neat. I just, uh, it says like meet the Rangers, but doesn't give any details. And I was like, well, I mean, I, what does that mean?
5: (laughs) I would say that's probably like the stunt actors in costume then because otherwise they wouldn't be it would sort of be advertised as like meet the cast and
2: right so so in the original one what they did was like they had a big a jumbotron and it would show like original footage they'd shot with the cast unmorphed of you know like setting up the plot and then they would morph and they would be on stage so the 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 actors in the ranger suits would be on stage um i don't know if that's how they're going to do it this time but if they want to incorporate like the the actual cast i mean you know why not that seems like that work so yeah i i don't know it's a cool idea um i don't know maybe i'll go there's one like two or three hours for me we'll see admittedly
5: you have me thinking what would it be like to see an actual live episode on television like they do with all the musicals now
2: that would be pretty great I, That would be really silly Because oh, yeah. it would be <laughs> Because they would probably have to do uh, Like wire work in, Which I think now they mostly do CG There is still some wire work But uh, like live wire work Sounds really silly And also potentially very dangerous <laughs> Yeah so,
3: um, I mean that really that sums up Everything that goes on behind the scenes of Power Rangers So, uh,
2: Fair fair Yeah, so I've got one other thing that's 25th anniversary related, which is that Boom Comics, uh, has announced that in conjunction with Saban, if you're not following it, Boom is the company that's been making all the Power Rangers comics, um, they will be putting out archive volumes of old Power Rangers comics, uh, so they announced... Archive volume one in June of 2018 will be, it's going to be 30 issues. Uh, and it's uh, comics from Marvel image paper cuts with a Z, which is a company I've never heard of. And I'm going to assume doesn't exist anymore. And Hamilton comics, which was a, an indie comics developer that I don't think is still around though. I could be wrong. Um, that all made Power Rangers comics, uh, and they cover um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Alien Rangers, and Zeo. Yeah,
3: so that license was getting passed around a lot back in the day, uh, and and I actually recognized Hamilton only because... <laughs> yeah, uh, we have yeah, the That was the, the company that printed the number one issue we did uh, for the eBay game all the way back in the day.
2: Yeah, so that's cool. I... I don't know how much value that would have if you were, like, looking for good comic books. My guess is b- basically zero. <laughs> no offense or anything, but, like, licensed comics back in the day were uh, way more of a cash grab than they are now. Because now you have people working on it who grew up with it. So the, the current com- Power Rangers comic is written and drawn by people who love Power Rangers, I don't think that was the case back then. So, um,
5: weren't the Rangers back then? Weren't they like really roided looking too?
2: Oh, have we talked about that, Mike? Like how I mean, we did
3: kind of. But that's just how comics looked back then. It's not just
2: comics though. Every fucking uh, version of the Power Rangers that's not in the show, Um, comics, video games, the toys, more often than not.
3: If they were if they were produced like in America,
2: like they would yeah. be huge
3: and beefy. E-
2: even um, even uh, well, I'll talk about that a little bit. I more mean, it, in a second, like, and but- again,
3: part of this was on comic books, but like, it's the idea that like this is what a superhero looks like, right? Just fucking huge and muscly. You didn't you didn't really get like the 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 more svelte, like just sort of you know really flexible guys or what have you. Like yeah. even Spider Man was fucking jacked.
5: Yeah. The only thing that they were really missing were pouches at this point.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. and giant guns. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, they have actually they have the power cannon, so they got a giant <laughs> gun. Um, but yeah, so they, they're always huge in all that stuff. They like got got twelve packs and stuff like that, and it it's weird, and I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I think it is because of American superheroes. Like that's what we imagine superheroes as being, and in fact. Um, well, so so I'll just close with saying I think that's a neat idea. I might check it out depending on how much they're going to ask for it. Uh, they haven't announced it. Just to get, like, I want... Because also a lot of them are, like, they were produced concurrently with the show. So they've got, you know, uh, Aisha and Rocky and, and Adam in them. And, and, like, they're trying to be current. And that's not... Um, all the comics now, like, kind of focus on the original Rangers. So... I'm I'm really curious to see what that was like. I just don't expect it to be good in any way. <laughs> so, actually,
3: I, I have a question, uh, yeah. Zach. I I don't know how well you've been keeping up with the comics. Definitely more than I have. Have Have Boom Studios like d- they're doing all this, you know, retro Mighty Morphin thing? Have they taken advantage of the fact that that also means that they could like potentially tell stories with the other Rangers and flesh them out the way they've done the original crew? Because I, I kind of want to see Like I want to see what their take on Rocky And him and Aisha is
2: so not yet But they have Been doing a lot of Crazy stuff in terms Of um, Actually you know what So okay the main Plot of the first like 16 Issues was that Evil Tommy from another dimension So Tommy who never became good Basically uh, Takes over the whole world um, he's super bad, and you had like Rangers form a resistance. So you had like Zach, and they all had lost their powers, but they were still fighting. And you actually Aisha, Rocky, and Adam were part of that. You didn't really talk to him much or anything, but they were around. So they have acknowledged it at least, and I I would be. I think it'd be cool for them to go deeper into it. Yeah. The boost is comics... like, they, they comics- theoretically,
3: like, they have the whole license that can go back and plug in, like, you know, a story anywhere in the timeline that they want. I, I kind of want to see... If only because, like, they've been really good so far at taking these, like, what are frankly very, very thin characters and sort of modernizing them and updating them. So... That's why I really want to see what they do with the newer crew because the show kind of does even less with them than they did right. with the original yeah.
4: uh, Red, Black, and Yellow Rangers. Yeah, the Boom Damn, comics have, Ivan have just like straight up fucking
2: ices all of his own dudes. Jesus, <laughs> <he> <laughs> fuck around. So yeah, the 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 Boom comics have really done a good job about expanding, like using stuff from the universe and making it interesting. Uh, they actually recently just introduced the psycho rangers but like not the ones in the show so like psycho green who was never in the show because there was no green ranger in that uh sentai um and stuff like that so like they're they're doing a good job of that And i do hope that would be cool i hope they do more with rocky adam and aisha um last thing i wanted to say that ties into the the like roided outlook Uh, I've mentioned it last time, but I've been watching or been playing uh, Power Rangers Legacy Wars, the mobile fighting game. Um, I'm still enjoying it. For some reason that I don't understand, Zack, the original black Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, is like literally three Jasons. He's super super beefy for no discernible reason and I don't understand why they that, made that choice.
3: That <sighs> seems to be sort of the the modern reinterpretation of Zach because kind of also talking about boom comics like like it always seems like Zach is drawn bigger than Jason.
2: Yeah, and, and I don't like, know why. And also, I, yeah. the funny thing about in that game, like,
3: the, the thing is like Jason is canonically like pumps iron, whereas Zach yeah. like his main like thing is like dancing and aerobics right. and stuff.
2: Well, so that's what I was gonna say is in that game he does hip hop keto. Like he is his fighting style is more traditional to like what he's supposed to be than the actual Sentai footage was because he wasn't doing hip hop keto in the Ranger suit, um, but. But he's like fucking huge, so it looks really crazy. I don't know. I I I kind of like it. Um, so anyway, that's our talking about things segment. Um, let's move on to one last thing before we start talking about the show, which is uh, we're gonna do a little actor spotlight for the actor for Ivan Ooze because we didn't do that last time and we haven't done one in a long time. Um, so Ivan oh, Ooze, is you
3: know po- what? I, it, t- Eric, I I think it's finally time we we get a theme for Actor Spotlight because we never had one.
2: You're very, like, he's going to run out of music at some point.
3: (laughs) There is infinity license-free music on on the web, my dude. fine, fine.
2: Actor Spotlight. Paul Freeman plays Ivan Ooze. He is an English character actor who was born in 1943. Uh, He is best known as Rene Belloc in Raiders of the Lost Ark. He's the evil, well, evil. He's the rival archaeologist that, like, helps the Nazis. Holy
5: crap, I didn't even realize that.
2: Yep. It's also kind of the only thing he's done... That you That's actually like know. a pretty
4: big role though. It, it is, is a big it's role.
2: something For sure, I mean everyone's seen that movie So when I say that name You probably remember him uh, He was also Evil Wine Baron Gustav Reibman On season 4 Of Falcon Crest I don't know anything about what I just said, but it sounds kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, Falcon Apparently, Fa- Crest. Falcon Crest was a soap opera that oh, aired for a seasons season on CBS. Yeah. yeah, I never heard about it, uh, but that's very funny. Uh, and then... Uh, he's known as. as uh, he Ivan's. played a reverend
3: in Hot Fuzz.
2: Yes, he is also the reverend in Hot Fuzz, which is pretty great because uh, it means he swears at people and then pulls out guns. So if you need to <clears> see <throat> that, that exists for you. Um, so yeah, he was born in uh, in Hertfordshire, England, uh, 19- in 1943, um, and he began his career. Uh, in teaching But eventually started going into the theater So he actually has He's a Shakespearean actor hes He was in a, in a Summer Night Stream A bunch of productions of that A lot of Hamlet productions um, He joined the Royal Shakespeare Company um, And like he did Eventually sort of start uh, Branching out um, He made some television Uh Serials, uh, Life of Shakespeare in 1978. He was part of that on the BBC, um, and he did a bunch of stuff that that was was like Shakespeare adjacent. And yeah, then, I'm, I'm
3: seeing a lot of credits for TV series that I've never heard of. I assume the bulk of these are, are English.
2: Yes, uh, uh He did a lot of work for BBC. Um, and then in 1981, he got the, uh, role, uh, of Rene Belloc, uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, and then he moved to Hollywood and he played a bunch of villains, uh, especially, um, uh, English ones and German ones. Cause apparently he had a good German accent, even though he has no German ancestry, you know, that's an, that's acting. So he did a bunch of German villains, um, and then at some point he he just kind of moved into like keep in mind at this point he's probably in his mid fifties, uh. So, or no, I'm sorry. What well, you said well, he was wait. born in 1943. In
3: 1943.
2: Yeah. So yes, you. So yeah, and, and he's 74 now. He's still alive, which is awesome. So yeah, yeah in the he was like his late forties, early fifties. He kind of moved into that that period where a lot of older actors go, which is where they just do guest spots on TV shows all the time. Um, and then, and then he got cast in Power Rangers for how I do not know. I couldn't find any information. I have about- to assume
3: it's by fucking nailing the audition because. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> folks. Well, we've talked about it a little bit last week, and we're gonna talk about it some more. You know, this week and next week. He is, hands down, the best part of this film.
5: Oh, God, yes.
3: Like, not just, like, whether you're approaching this movie in earnestness or ironically, it doesn't matter. He's the best part of the film. He knows exactly what kind of movie he's in, and then he just, he's like, I'm going to eat the fuck out of the scenery. I'm just going to chew and chew and, <laughs> chew and chew and chew. And I'm just going to, I'm like, seriously, folks, they're... There's more ham in this performance than there is in the United States on Christmas morning. This guy is amazing.
2: <laughs> See, I don't have... Anyway, yes, he's very good at what he's going for in this, for sure. Um, so, yeah. And then he, you know, that's kind of... There's not that much more big. He was just in a bunch of other stuff as uh, guest, per- um, guest performances and stuff like that. Uh, and then, yes, he was in Hot Fuzz, which is pretty great. So, yeah, not... A Ton of information but it is it. I mean listen he's a Shakespearean actor that's pretty funny uh, I know that Shakespearean Actors and English we kind of Talked about this off mic before we started But the English acting Tradition is uh, They don't seem to put as much premium On like oh I can't pick Roles that would make me look bad As American Actors do because I mean Patrick Stewart doesn't give a shit. He played a shit recently. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's the thing. It, it, like the, the, they'll, they they'll go and they'll play like in a in an absolute just dog turd of, of a movie, and then just go back to playing Othello the next week. It doesn't fucking matter. Like
2: Ben Kingsley was in fucking uh uh that the Dungeon Siege movie. He doesn't give a shit. They don't care. I don't know. It's yeah. Again, I I can't. I'm not. I am not an English actor, so I can't tell you You why or anything. (laughs) (laughs) But but they they just don't seem to have that. Like oh no, I can only take like the good roles. Whatever. Give me the give me the money. Give me the paycheck, and I can respect that. That seem that's fine. Yeah,
3: there's that uh, famous thing that Michael Caine once said. It's like, have I been in bad movies? Of course. But I've never been in an unsuccessful movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and also, didn't Michael Caine, like, someone asked him, why were you in Jaws for The Revenge? And he was like, I bought a house. And that was, like, <laughs> yeah. pretty much it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, see if you can spot his Shakespearean flair as we move through the movie. Oh, so, you'll spot it. You'll yeah. spot it. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, we're gonna start. Uh, it's about at 30 minutes on the DVD. If you've got Netflix, it might be at like 29 minutes. It's the scene in which, uh,
3: just to just to recap, we have just seen the Rangers teleport away from Earth. Uh, Zordon's like, you know, good luck Rangers, and yada yada yada. And then we cut to the Earth, which is a weird, you know, flip side of our usual shtick. Uh, and then we see the streaks of light of the Rangers teleport away from Earth and go past the moon. Yeah. And we see the movie version of Zed's Palace,
2: and the it's Moon fucking Palace. great. Are you Wait, really? You like it? I kind of think it's it. lame.
5: You know, so I'm, I'm stuck. Uh, like, I've got a pause right now. And just the way that it looks with a pause, it almost looks like a screaming face.
2: Yeah, when I I'm think that's on it right purpose. It's, yeah. it's supposed to look like a face or a skull or whatever.
3: It's good. I, I'm especially a fan of it on the inside, because here's the thing. The, the inside of Zed and Rita's castle in the show
1: uh-huh.
2: it's just
3: a, it's just a featureless room with an industrial fan in the back because they had to make a scary looking room on the cheap right The movie version of the inside of the castle looks like a fucking evil castle.
2: It's like bone it looks it's stone it's all stone but it kind of looks like bones like the the supporting structures. Yeah, it looks like it looks like the castle's like the
3: fossil of a really fucked up monster, and it's I love it.
2: I do like the inside. The outside is not nearly as rad as the Bandora Palace with all the neon and like the crazy like I like that palace. The crazy
5: spinning globe thing on the
2: top. But I do, but I do like the. um, I mean, in fairness, it's mostly just like the way the
3: inside of the castle looks in season two. Like nothing's going to compare to the fucking weird clockwork shit that Bandora had in season one. But
6: you know.
2: So, uh, so Ivan Ooze comes in and they're all like,
0: How could he let them split through his hands? He's no better than the rest of the hired help around here. Oh, give it a rest. <gasps> Hi, honey. I'm home. You egg sucking purple pithead. The Rangers are going after the great power. I thought you said this guy was the master of disaster. He's nothing but a slime infested jelly donut. Whoa! Finally, someone shut her
2: up. So at this point, Ivan Ooze shoots goop all over Rita's mouth so she can't talk. I'm that's just what happens. I don't know what to do. It's gat. <laughs> <She gets gapped. laughs> yeah. And yeah.
3: yes. it's, it's just like finally, someone shut her up. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I mean, uh, she can't get it off, and he's like, Come on, you guys suck. And also, it's my movie. So, uh, I'm going to give you a vacation by electing myself as our new leader. Um, And he actually
3: says the boogeyman is taking over. Yes. I love that he. Apparently, Ivan Ooze is the boogeyman. And, like, I don't know if he's joking or if, based on the way things actually are in this show, he might just be the boogeyman. Who I knows? Think
2: the, I think them calling him the boogeyman is a joke on the fact that they keep calling him a booger. I, I'm pretty sure that's why. Well, <laughs> even over be- the
5: course of the movie, there's like cultural references that he makes that. You're like, "Holy crap, how does he know this stuff when he was stuck in an egg for so long?" I
2: guess that's true. Yeah, maybe he's actually uh, the fucking candy man or whatever. Like he's he's <laughs> a, a, an urban legend. Cuz he um, mixes it up with love and makes the world taste good. <laughs> So he's Willy Wonka? What the fuck? No, the Candyman, the, the horror movie series that With the guy where you say Candyman in the mirror three times And then he comes oh, and kills you Oh, the horror
4: movie series So that animated Willy Wonka and Tom and Jerry <laughs> thing Because that fucking movie is cursed or some shit, dude I don't oh, know God,
2: That scene in the tunnel is like the scariest thing in the whole universe And I don't yep. know why Um, So... Yeah, Zed is pissed. He's like, "Hey, no one crosses me," and he shoots him with lightning. And because it's a, it's the movie and and it's it's his movie, it just doesn't hurt him. Even it, though he's like,
3: he's like, ah, oh, he, he acts like it hurts him at first, and then he transitions into laughter because it tickles.
2: And uh, this I bothers mean, listen, me, <laughs> Go ahead. Why? Because because Zed. Do we see Zed fight the Rangers once? It's we haven't seen it yet. He fights Tommy as the White Ranger, and it's fucking hilariously in, uneven. Like when Zed actually fights people, it's really bad. And uh, apparently, Ivanuse is so powerful that it does not affect him at all. And yet they're gonna beat him up later with a shitty CGI zord. So I mean, (laughs) in fairness,
3: they have to fight him with the zord.
2: Yeah, that's true. Like they never uh, take
3: him on like directly. That is true.
2: Um, So yeah, he's he's like, oh, it tickles, Uh, and then obviously this is not gonna go well. He shoots them with purple lightning and turns them into uh, or shrinks them and puts them in a snow globe. Oh boy. Uh, it's actually kind of so, great because it says welcome it to Angel Grove, and yeah. yeah. Two
3: things about this: uh, when this happened, I was watching with Emily, and of course she teased me about it. <laughs> uh, and the second thing is, of course Ivan Ooze would love snow globes. Of fucking course.
2: Because he just likes Tchotchkes? Like, why? What's your? I mean, your... yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> he's evil and and he's corny. So yeah, of course he okay. loves snow globes.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Um. So. Uh, they try to. I convince. mean, my favorite
3: bit is that like he starts to shake it, and you can hear like the 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 chipmunked voices of Zed and Rita screaming "earthquake," which yes, is great. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> Rita, go, bonehead! It's getting so you can't trust anyone in this galaxy. Oh, I love snow oh, Earthquake! Earthquake! Now you have a choice: you either serve me, or you can join these insufferable Dingle dogs. dog! get us out of here! Into that purple booger. don't you dare betray me No, we never liked those dingle dorks in the first place you said <laughs> it they stink
2: so they try to convince goldar to help him get get them out and uh <laughs> okay matt goldar looks yeah. terrible i agree goldar, no
4: goldar doesn't look terrible goldar looks terrible and creepy and he's a fucked up baby face why does he have a <laughs> fucked up baby face? Well, he
2: is he looks like fucking
4: Chun-Li from MVCI before they patched her face during that fucking <laughs> E3 presentation. Where me and everybody else was like, what is wrong with her fucking
2: face? It looks <laughs> fucked up and weird. <laughs> so, so, one of the things that I don't think we noted is he's just look made of plastic like they took all the like other bits off the costume he yes. doesn't have those like hair things the the like braids or whatever they are and is, oh. and his um his wings are plastic like instead of actual feathers or fake feathers or whatever they're just like plastic molded to look like feathers which looks gross that said, uh, he is Goldar as hell Because they ask him to help And he says uh, We never even liked those dingle dorks And I'm like, okay Well, at least he's still Goldar <laughs> Like They did get that part right um, Yeah,
3: like that's that's a proud Goldar tradition At this point, a more powerful <laughs> villain shows up He immediately throws the old one under the bus Right,
2: yeah. so I do like that part Um. So he immediately Like Goldar is immediately on board Because that's just how Goldar rolls He's like, and okay.
3: so is what is it,
4: Mogarth?
2: Mor- Mordent, Mordent, the, the pig man. This
4: where did this guy come from? Listen, okay, let me explain knows. it real
3: quick. Let me just let me just give you the short version. <laughs> okay, uh, he's an original character created for the movie All right. uh, because uh, Fox wanted like a movie character that they could market without having to go through Saban. Okay, uh, he there is a bit of the script on the cutting room floor that was supposed to explain that he was, like, Goldar's, like, second cousin or something who was coming over to visit. Yeah, like on for vacation. the summer.
2: For vacation. Yeah. yeah, which I wish they'd kept that in. <laughs> um, but then also... Now don't try
3: to figure out how this dude is actually, like, genetically related to Goldar. Your brain will melt.
5: I just started to and realized
2: that I should not, so... Rita, Rita's brother is a skeleton, man. It's fine. Uh, so, that doesn't
3: make sense either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, um... And also, uh, our headcanon is that he's the monster of the week that they just, like, got sidetracked and just didn't use him. So, (laughs) so he just hangs around. Uh, but yeah. I think,
3: I think Lucas, I'm surprised he didn't say it when he was actually on the show. I think he once posited that maybe this is, like, this is fucking Pudgy Pig Mark III.
2: Oh, sure, yeah. That would have
5: been awesome.
2: They ask, uh, they ask him what he's gonna do about the Power Rangers. Um... Ooze literally hawks a purple loogie, like that's what he does. Sorry, and it yeah, turns
3: even like, oh, good distance on that yeah,
2: and it turns into a bunch of tango warriors because they had to introduce the Tenga for some reason, even though they're gonna introduce the Tenga again a different way. Okay, in the movie, okay. in the show, I, I had...
4: hate to be, I hate to pull a Luke here. It's tengu, not tango. No,
2: it's not. the The actual what? Japanese monster is tengu. Or, or folklore creature The mo- the monsters in the show Are Tenga warriors I don't know why either <laughs> I hate this fucking stupid shit <laughs> Okay I will say During this and in a later
3: scene when they come back Every time these, uh, these Fucking bird monsters are on screen There's like a sick bass line playing Like they get their theme music And I'm actually a big fan of it
0: Warriors, you will fly to Phaedos, you will find the Power Rangers, and you will tear them apart!
1: Yeah,
2: it's not bad. Um the, He makes the ti- these Tingu's, these. I mean, if you don't remember from the show, because they are in the actual show. They're big, uh, like, crow, raven, birdmen. Um, they're based on Tenga, which is a Japanese um, folklore monster. Um, and they fly from the moon to this alien planet. Like, they just fly. Which, okay, I have a couple problems. A, <laughs> the Power Rangers are teleporting at light speed. The, the fucking are f- just flying there with their wings and also there's no air in space and you can't fly so like not that <laughs> way anyway so <laughs>
3: listen listen there's also no air on the moon nothing in this universe works the way you think it does
5: Goldberg does have a pretty cute line as they're f- they're launching out of the castle too he's like
4: go sick em, tweety Although that'd be pretty interesting if they were, like, putrefied, like, frozen corpses got launched, like, fucking meteors at the Power Rangers. <laughs> like, that was their plan.
2: Um, it, I, I do see, uh, here that they mention, um, on Ranger Wiki... Yeah, come to
4: think of it, why, why doesn't anyone just... Why don't the villains ever try to drop just, like,
2: tungsten rods from orbit... And Just like nukes the fuck out of the planet. <laughs> I mean, uh, why don't they make a giant monster and then just drop it on the planet? Like that would also do it.
0: <laughs> That'd be
2: fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well,
4: just actually, enough for this to be really well, funny. I, hold why, on. There's, there's why do the rods specifically need to be tungsten? That's a thing. I. It's a, that's an actual. That's an. That's an actual theoretical it's, it's weapon. Theor- it's,
2: I think it's because they have a really high. Um, uh you know what? I don't know a density or something, right? It's
4: yeah, it's something related to their physical properties where they won't like burn up on entry and when yeah. they impact, they'll basically impact the force of a bunch of atomic bombs and blast the ever holy fuck out of whatever they land so, on. So yes,
2: that is a theoretical super weapon. Also, I'm I'm sorry I can't remember the person, but there's a YouTube video by like a guy who does nerd science and we've talked about it before where he mentions that actually Rita throwing her rod from earth would or from the moon down to earth would do more damage than any of her monsters so like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. f-
4: that that happened also the kinetic energy of that thing striking the ground it's going to be like a daisy cutter landing and going yeah. to level everything within like a mile radius it's going to be
2: ridiculous so really there's lots of things that she could do that would be better uh so anyway um the- We've covered about a minute of the movie so far. We should probably get rolling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what I was going to say is that um, the, the Tenga Warrior costumes that they use here, they actually do straight up just reuse in the show, which might be the only one uh, or the only time they do that. It's also... Uh, makes it even more confusing why they never used the movie suits for anything, but whatever. I-, I thought maybe there would be like a rights issue that they straight up couldn't use it, but who knows. Um, well, I mean, they
3: still had like an exclusivity deal with Fox at the time, so... Right. Yeah, there's kind of not any real reason... Like, there's no reason they couldn't have just used Morden, because fuck it.
2: Because <laughs> fuck it. So yeah, we have these bird men, and we 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 cut to the mo- the alien planet, which is a beach... In, uh, almost
3: got you. you. almost tried to cut to the moon. I almost tried to cut to oh, the right. moon. You, but you wanted so badly to cut to the moon.
2: So yeah, they're they're um on a beach in Australia, presumably. Uh, it's, it's a really it's, rocky beach. It's very rocky. Yeah, it's kind yeah, like, um, of like
4: this looks like a blasted hellscape. So I would believe it's Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: really rocky, and it's about to get even more rocky because Rocky arrives. <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: So they run over an there's this alien that looks like one of the fucking cyber demons from Doom, but is dead. It's like <laughs> it a does. Yeah, holy shit. It's <laughs> it's like a you know a corpse or a skeleton, and they're like, whoa, what was this? And I don't know because this never comes up again and has nothing. Yeah, to do it's with also anything. It, it, it's wearing like an electronic
4: like headset, like a military yeah, yeah, style it's, fucking headset. It's,
2: it's,
5: it's almost like a scouter from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs>
4: Yeah, like, what the fuck?
3: It is a bit scattery, but what I think they're trying to imply, and it's something they say in the dialogue, is that the rangers are far from the first people who have tried to come to this planet to get the great power. It's just everyone else who has tried has proven unworthy. Uh, and so, like, this dude is someone who tried to get the great power at one point. Oh, by the way, Matt, they're here to get the great power. What's the power? Who knows? It's the great power.
4: You see, I assumed that what you were going to say is that that body proved that Doomguy showed up here and fucking kicked the shit out of a whole bunch of <laughs> demons <laughs> yeah, and slammed them slam into walls and kicked their fucking skulls open and shit.
3: <laughs> oh, listen, God, I listen. love Doom
4: 2016. That game fucking rules.
3: <laughs> if if Doomguy got involved in this, Read&Z would have been done yet. Yeah. Yesterday.
4: Oh yeah, no. Doomguy just goes to the moon and just immediately starts ripping arms out of sockets. Rip and
2: tear. So, um Rip, at until this it's point,
4: done. They're like, Wait, okay. wait, but
3: hold on. If if Doomguy went up against like the super putties, they could just reform. He'd probably be fucked.
4: No. Doomguy has the do you know what the BFG actually does to people in Doom twenty sixteen? What
2: is the I actually
4: don't know its cano- canonical like... Canonically in Doom 2016 it flash boils all of the liquids in your body and causes you to explode. Oh cool. That'll work. Yeah, I thought awesome. That got is sweet.
2: Also, isn't isn't Doom Guy in 2016 like a holy Avenger of so, like of some kind? So, so... Doom
4: Guy in 2016. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about fucking Doom again, but fuck it. He's not
3: not holy because, like, he's, like, a holy person or a priest or anything. He just really fucking hates demons. He (laughs) He hates demons. He hates them so so much.
4: So, Doomguy, what Doomguy is in 2016 is kind of left intentionally vague and open to interpretation. Most interpretations... Indicate that he was human at one point, but has become something kind of different over the presumably aeons he's been <laughs> locked away. Yeah. Also, he
2: really hates demons just so fucking he just much. He's not a not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, so, okay, so yeah, so back to the movie. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so that's fine. I mean, whatever. So they're like, okay, well, that's uh that's a thing. Let's just go then. And a person in a mysterious cloak looks at them Walks off We go down back to Earth uh, And Ivan Ooze is taking he, Okay Ivan Ooze
3: Listen, listen, listen Before we, before Zach says what he's going to say This whole scene that we're about to discuss takes place in a chemical plant Eric, please place the chemical <laughs> plant. song music in the background <laughs>
2: Yeah, so they which, take Well, they, fuck, but which version of it, though? The new one
3: uh, Just the regular standard Genesis uh. Sonic 2 version
2: so they take over um a chemical plant, yes. And for whatever reason okay, Ivan Ooze is magic. He's magic, he can kind of yeah. do whatever. Isn't he like literally a space wizard? Yes. Why does he need to like retool a plant to produce his magical ooze? I don't know. I mean, if it's
4: already if it's already
2: there. I guess.
4: Up.
3: Yeah. I mean listen space wizards have arbitrary rules and different rules from each other all the time in this show.
2: Yeah, that's true. And
3: again, I, I, I'm I with Luke. I am treating this as just a long episode of the show.
2: So, he's making this ooze, which, uh, did they talk about it? Have Has it been mentioned yet? But it's basically mind control. Like, he's got this Gak. It's literally Nickelodeon Gak that's purple. And it, like... It's mind control that only works on parents? Yeah. Well, no, it kind of works on kids because the kids are like fascinated by well, No, the kids are just it. dumb and gullible. Yeah. Well, okay. Which yes, you're it. right. It doesn't make them into zombie-like mind control-controlled kids, but it does make them act like differently. I think. I- at least that was the implication. No, I no. Got.
3: The, the The implication is just these kids are just fucking idiots. Oh,
2: okay, that's fine. They are stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah without so, yeah.
5: supervision, it tends to. Yeah. Yeah.
3: The the only non-stupid kid
2: is Fred, the chosen one. Yeah. Right. It's pretty so, much
5: lord of the flies after that point.
2: So um, it uh. So yeah, they take over this plant, and then um, at this point uh, let's see. Actually, basically,
3: so
2: so what? I have to take a quick break. I'm sorry. Hold on one sec. Okay. All right. I'll get back. I heard. I heard a knock. Yep. Yeah.
1: N-E-D-M.
2: So they've got this chemical plant and they get it they, they get it running by via magic purple lightning to start making this mind control ooze.
3: Yeah, and then like Goldar starts asking, well, how are, how are you gonna you know get the parents to, to go along with you? And Ooze says, I'll turn them into zombies. And they're like, "Well, how are you going to do that?" And he's like, "I'm a master of disguise."
5: God. Oh yeah, the quotes like, he he's like, "You forget, I'm a master of disguise." And he's like, "Well, how could I forget? I never knew."
2: Yeah. So (laughs) we move to the back to the planet. Um. So I I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but like originally Tommy, or no, we have talked about it because there was this whole crazy theory. Tommy had, as always, worn a necklace. What it's been has changed. When he was um uh when he was evil, it was like a like a tooth, like a shark tooth or something. And then he had a fish when he was back as the good Green Ranger. And then like I I haven't noticed it as much lately, but he has a yin yang pendant like super prominently in this yeah. movie, um, which is. You know, I don't know. I don't know if they think it's like symbolic because he used to be evil and now, he's good, or if it's just the 90s thing you could wear. <laughs> I think it's
4: honestly the 90s thing you could yeah. wear. I remember <laughs> yes. people rocking Yin Yang, Oh yeah, back for in
2: the sure. Day. So, um,
3: so we get a, a shot of like you know, Kimberly and Tommy dramatically standing next to the beach as the other Rangers wander ahead and you know we get the we get the drama of Kimberly being like oh i'm worried about Zordon and Tommy being like don't you worry we'll get Ivan Ooze I'm, I'm
4: worried i'm worried that her horrible man baby in the potato sack might die <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and like literally they're they're like everything we've been through with Zordon it would be so sad if he died and no, i wouldn't <laughs> i'm like i've been there the whole time fuck that guy. <laughs> he yeah sucks. Even if you're a kid, like,
3: again, I have to assume there were at least a decent number of children for whom this movie was their jumping-on point with Power Rangers. If you're just watching this movie, you have no reason to give the single fuck about Zordon. They don't bother to establish why we should
4: care about him. Yeah, if you've been watching for two seasons, you still don't have a reason to care about (laughs)
2: Zordon. Yeah, I mean, so they they say, okay, we're going to do this. It's going to be great.
3: Yeah, And then immediately...
2: Yeah, the Tingas show up, they swoop down and and Kim and Tommy get out of the way. And then we have a uh an unmorphed fight. It's the second and I think last one of the movie. Uh, it's again. There I mean, it are, depends are, on
3: whether or not you count the ninja suits as as morphed. Is the well, thing? Well,
2: also that thing with the rock monster sucks. It, basically, this is the second and last fight I really like in this movie. So I'll just put it that way, I guess. Yeah. Um The unmorphed fights are good. I still think uh, there's some goofy ass shit, just like there is with the the slime men. Where yeah. like one of them flies at um Billy, and he uh somersaults over it, and it flies into a rock and like flattens its face because this is a cartoon, guys, in case you weren't sure. It's a cartoon TV show. (laughs) I'm going to say
5: they do not pull their punches in this fighting either because there are some nasty-looking kicks that they give to the the Tengus as well.
3: Yeah. There's definitely some stuff that they're not allowed to do in the TV show, which I I think we read that before is they were specifically told the Rangers aren't allowed to hit anybody. Uh, Basically, it's boxing rules. Can't hit anybody in the head. Can't hit anybody below the belt
5: yeah um, but they're and a bit
3: more they have a more freedom now that it's a movie We also get something we haven't seen in a while and kind of rarely see is a fight where the Rangers are very clearly outmatched
5: yeah. like they're gonna yeah. get
3: asses kicked by these fucking weird birds and there's a, a great bit of dialogue where Billy is just like, hey, you know the funny thing about Morphin? and
2: Rocky goes what and Billy goes, you know, uh, shoot. What is the exact line? You can't appreciate it, until, or you don't appreciate it until you can't do it anymore, or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, Um And and uh, like also, Kim gets picked up by one of them, and it's like just carrying her uh, around, yeah. and and she's,
3: she's just kind of the designated. Like, I mean, we've talked about it before, but like. She's sort of the designated damsel in distress in this movie, and which kind of sucks because that's really
2: not Kimberly at all. Yeah, no. it, it sucks. Uh, everyone's like, "Man, they're beating us up," and they are kind of getting their butts kicked. Um, and then this uh, person in the cloak shows up, and the Tinga drops Kimberly because I don't know because it's almost uh, like a
5: Ben. It's almost like a Obi Wan Kenobi, New Hope sort of thing with the cloak.
2: Yeah, except then what happens is is that the figure drops off the cliff and strips their cloak off, and she's a hot barbarian lady, basically. 12-year-old Greg
5: in the movie theater was very <laughs> self-conscious at this point.
3: Oh, jeez. Well, don't you guys know that alien worlds are populated almost exclusively
4: by bik- bikini-clad British blondes? I do because I watched Hey Man,
2: and that yes. show is dope. So that's the <laughs> thing, is like, okay. I will say this about the middle third of this movie. I really don't like it. I'm going to try not to be, like, so negative That's not why? fun. Why? Because, uh, wh- why don't I like it? Or why am no, I trying to No, why are be you not trying negative? not to be negative? Why bother? Because y'all seem to enjoy it. The rest of the crew seems to enjoy it. I have, it, no, so I have no
4: fucking clue what's happening.
3: <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Listen, Zach, when you like things that we don't, we let you fucking have it. Dude,
2: go ahead okay, and so, Rip into so this movie. So here's what I'll say. The middle part of this movie is trying to be like Beastmaster or, or any of the, or like He-Man or it is this weird like pulp, pulp sci-fi fiction thing where they're walking around on a planet that looks like, um, you know, it looks like fucking Anything from Beastmaster or or He Man or whatever. They've got this lady who like makes no fucking sense with anything. She looks like Red Sonia except she's green, <laughs> and like it's just. Also, the music is all like generic, um, like all the butt rock and licensed music is gone. It's all it's now uh, like orchestral like epic orchestral. Sort of stuff. We're going on a journey. Music and like but the it's next bad twenty minutes version of that. Yeah. The next 20 minutes is just them walking, basically. So, like, oh, I so don't... Oh, so that wasn't
4: just me being tired as fucking missing it. That, that's just what happened.
2: No, this part of the movie sucks. Okay. I am ho but, but, yeah, it, it starts with this lady who is... I mean, she's fine. She's a... Yeah. Uh, I actually... I should have done a spotlight on her. I don't have it in front of me. She's a model. Um... For for the, for the many models I have seen do acting specifically because they're attractive ladies, she's okay. I mean, could be worse. She's definitely not any worse than most of the rangers. Um, and she is uh, she fights these monsters off. Yeah, with this she, stick, she,
3: she fights them with the uh, the martial arts powers of this big old staff she has for a bit, and then she breaks the staff in half. Mm-hmm. And starts swinging each half around in a very particular way. And you can imagine exactly why they're having her move her arms like this. Uh, and it starts to make a whistling sound. And apparently that's real bad for the Tengus.
5: It's so. funny because the sticks change. Like, she doesn't have handles on the sticks in one scene. And then the next time we see her, she's got these handles that she's... It's, it's allowing her to actually spin them faster than what right. she was before. Yeah.
2: So she she beats up the uh these buttholes and then they fly away after they she makes the the noise. Um and the Rangers all come up to her and are like, Oh man, thank you so much. Uh and she is immediately like not having it. Yeah, and Rocky tries like, to
3: shake her hand and she like knocks it away with her staff.
2: Yeah, she's like, if you wanna thank me, you can get the fuck out, which I like that part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Go away She's like listen many have tried to come here All have failed just go And then Tommy tries to like step up And walk up and she's like listen we're not going anywhere And I actually really like this She fucking just immediately Just instantly knocks him down and
2: makes him look like a chump Oh yeah So, so here's a quick question or, or observation I guess The only thing Stuff we see on this whole planet Is dead things This is a graveyard planet Except this lady, Does she, is she from there, or is she? Or well, if-
3: later she gives a line for why she can't go on the quest with the Rangers about how, like, if she leaves like this area, she'll start aging rapidly, just like Zordon is now that he's out of the time warp or whatever.
2: Oh, that makes sense.
3: Yeah. I so mean, the, no, the implication is point. that she is and is a space witch in much the same and way that Zordon is a space wizard.
2: And this is like her. her she's like guardian of this planet, I guess. Basically, yeah. yeah, like
3: the the like after she fucking stunts on Tommy, like Aisha starts to explain, like, listen, our, our we don't want any trouble, our leader is Zordon, and then she's like, Zordon, you know Zordon? And then it also turns out she Martha? also knows
0: who- <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Save
2: Zordon <laughs> Um, so Wait are we
4: talking about Batman v Superman again yes. Yeah of <laughs> oh, course we are <laughs> so,
2: so, so she's She's like hey I'm the uh, Okay I'm, my name I'm is Dulcia. Dulcia I'm
3: guarding this place I know who Zordon is I know who Ivan Ooze is uh, Follow me I'm gonna take you on a vision quest
2: I used to be a dragon that Followed Sonic the Hedgehog around Um and then <laughs> <laughs> At this God point like, like, like three people <laughs> liked that joke <laughs> And one of them was me. Yeah, the other one's me.
5: I would say she's sort of like a steward of the great power, sort of like Zordon was of the power coins, I guess.
2: Right, yeah. So she's like, okay, what's up with uh, Zordon? And they're like, Ivanuz did it. And she's like, oh shit, Ivanus, y'all are fucked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we cut back to the, the command center real briefly. And Zordon's dying. He's still dying. Oh, sh-
2: what, real quick, she does basically say, like, okay, well, then I'll help you follow me. And then we cut to the uh, command center.
3: Yeah. But so Zordon asks Alpha to try and find a way to contact the rangers. This really just sets up a bit later where we'll see something on the viewing globe. He never actually successfully contacts the rangers. Uh, and, then, and then we get to see what it looks like when Ivanus is being a Master of Disguise.
0: Guys and girls, girls and guys, gather around and feast your eyes. I promise you all, you just can't lose when you've got your own supply of Ivan's ooze. What are we supposed to do with it? Show it to your parents, show it to your friends. When you've got your ooze, the fun never ends. This is kind of gross. You may have heard the phrase that looks can be deceiving. I'm sure that when you've tried it, you all will be believing. And did I mention? It's free! I'll take some. There you go. All right. okay. there you. Go. Okay, what's for take it home in boxes. Take it home in cases. If your parents try to stop you, just throw it in their faces. Oh God. So again,
2: I, I said that one of the reasons I don't really like News is because he's like doing shtick. Like it's yes, he's hammy, like the other villains are. But it it feels like he's literally doing like bits. And he's dressed as
3: a wizard and talking in rhyme and trying to explain to these kids, like, why you should
2: have Ivan's ooze. I want you guys to remember that this character is a fucking shapeshifter. So the fact that what he did is say I'm a master of disguise, and then he just puts on a beard and a wizard hat is fucking crazy. No, it's actually
4: amazing. <laughs> He's just like, you know what? This will work, and I'm gonna put in the absolute minimum amount of effort I need to.
2: <laughs> yeah, like uh,
3: here's the thing: Ooze does a really bad job selling this product, but I but the kids love it anyway, and I actually buy that kids love this. Because, you know, like Zach alluded to earlier, this is basically just purple Nickelodeon gack.
2: Yeah, sure. Like,
3: it's literally just, look at how gross this stuff is. Take Let it home. It'll annoy <laughs> yeah. your parents.
2: Literally, the, someone's like, what do you do with it? It's ooze. And he's like, show it to people. Like, that's show it to your friends and family. Oh, notice. The, show the, them this ooze.
5: And the, 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 the trigger to get all the kids to actually want it is he says it's free.
4: Yeah, no, my right. my yeah. childhood self would have absolutely gone in on that shit. Yeah. 100 million percent. Kind of in line with
3: what I said a moment ago, like, I feel like this pitch would be a lot more believable if, like, at some point he just pointed out that it was weird and gross. Because at one point one of the kids says, ew, it's gross, and he's like, I think he just changes the subject. I forget exactly what happens. Yeah. But, like, he should have leaned into that because kids love things that are deliberately gross.
2: right. There's a line, so we do see Fred like looking at it skeptically, and then uh, all the other kids take some, and he's like, or actually Fred takes some too. Um, But he uh, Ivanhoe says, "Take it home in boxes, take it home in cases. If your parents try to stop you, throw it in their faces." Which is like, okay, sure. God, he's got nasty teeth when he's dressed as a wizard. I forgot that part.
3: It's real bad.
2: Also, this is the. uh, Can we mention it really quickly? In the background, you see uh, uh, a banner for Ryan's Comet, which, again, is is like the thing that was set up at the beginning for like half a second. And uh, I assume this is a carnival celebrating the comet. I don't know what this yeah, is so for. There was, like, where there are was they? supposed to be
3: a huge thing to raise money for the observatory, which is what the whole skydiving thing was about at the beginning. Uh, and the whole reason everyone's excited about this is because Ryan's Comet is coming into view. And again, with stuff we know that was on the cutting room floor, apparently there was supposed to be a lot more about this subplot. It was supposed to originally be set up better, but we got to trim this movie down to a cool 90 minutes, y'all. It's a dumb movie for children. We got to cut it down.
2: Sure, yeah, that's fair. Um. So, okay, uh, we cut to the Back to the Planet. They're following Dulcia.
3: Oh, and, and by, by the way, folks, I'm not saying that it was bad that they trimmed the movie. Like, we covered Super Mario Brothers last Christmas. Like, we, we know what
2: happens when they just don't cut a film. Okay? Man. We know. <laughs> yeah. So, we also know
5: what happens when the entire cast is drunk.
2: So, yeah, <laughs> yes. So, we're walking through, like, various shots in the Outback, which, like, it's pretty, at least. That's neat. And it's not, also not, a. I mean, the Outback is not... is a desert, so... It, There's it's just a lot e- of
3: shots of people walking over rocks and stuff. Like, it's...
2: you ever seen Lost Continent? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot like well, that. Well, what I was gonna say is, like, a lot of fantasy movies use places like New Zealand. I mean, Lord of the Rings, but other, others do, too. Because it's, like, fields and forests, and it is kind of neat to see, like, a desert instead... Lost
4: Continent is the movie where the butt-naked guy fends off a bunch of dingoes with a machete,
2: right?
3: No, I don't think so, no. I uh, want to see
2: that, though. Must be a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, she takes them to this, like, amphitheater? I don't really know what to call it. It's, it's like, almost uh, like a ruins yeah, it's some ruins with, like, a circular thing in the middle.
3: I, I think um, I think you've got it right. I think it's just a big old, like, ruined amphitheater at the top of a plateau. And she's like, there, across the valley, is the monolith. It's literally the only other thing you can see other than the horizon. Just go to that thing. Wow.
6: Amazing.
0: What is this place?
6: These are the ancient ruins of the Ninjetti Temple. There, beyond the New of Jungle, is the Monolith. Inside awaits the power of the universe. The Monolith is heavily guarded against intruders. No one has ever survived an attempt to reach it. Then how can we? You were chosen by Zordon. I have faith in his wisdom.
4: Can you help us?
6: We will call upon the sacred animals of the Ninjetti for help.
2: She mentions this is the ruins of the Ninjetti temple, uh, which again, we don't really get into what the Ninjetti are other than they invented ninja powers, I guess, uh, which is never explored. Also to
3: to harness the Ninjetti powers, everyone has to attune
2: with their animal spirits. Yeah, Yeah. So let's go over that real quick. Uh, None of us are Native American, none of us are uh, Aboriginal. Both of them, those cultures have some pretty deep, like, totem spirit stuff. Eh, don't maybe do this, but that's all we can really say. Um, now... Yes, they've got all these. They've they've got animal spirits that they're going to quote unquote attune to, and we'll describe what that is like in a second. Yeah,
3: like first, the whole time all of this talk about animal spirits is coming up. All I can think is, Liu Kang, you have to unleash your animality.
2: Yes, (laughs) because of course you remember specific lines from the bad Mortal Kombat movie.
3: Excuse me, the bad the bad Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, yeah, because the the other one's a masterpiece.
4: Uh, the first one's the, a hell of a lot better than the it's second. will not I won't close, dispute Mike. that. I
3: won't dispute that, but, <laughs> uh, like, you you say the bad Mortal Kombat movie.
4: Listen, the really I, bad Mortal Kombat yeah. movie. The one that you, like, wonder why that would the be. The one that I... No, I never
2: said I like it. The one oh, that okay. I, Shit. Zach Ayers... Who, Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> who have a fucking Mortal Kombat tattoo, walked out of the second one. Yeah, it's bad.
4: Oh my god, that movie sucks so hard. Wait, hold so, on. You walked out of, out of uh, Annihilation? Yeah, and I
2: was 12 or whatever. So, like, yes, it's a bad movie. <laughs> Even,
4: like, 12-year-old baby, you knew that movie it was fucking Boo Boo Okay,
3: Zach, this is incredibly important to me. Did you ever go back and finish that
2: movie? Uh yes but i'm gonna say i was really drunk (laughs) (laughs) i mean honestly i can't blame you because you gotta get fucking
4: wasted or high on something to get through that movie
2: the only thing i really remember about the second mortal kombat movie and i will credit this to uh (laughs) one of my favorite um uh, bad movie podcasts which mike actually turned me on to called we hate movies uh is the part where Fucking scorpion kidnaps Katana and then jumps through a portal while yelling "suckers!" and it's fucking scorpion yelling "suckers" at people. That's the only good part of that movie. Anyway, let's move Zach, on. I'm
3: going to be honest. You know we haven't we haven't picked a movie to do for our uh, Christmas bonus episode lineup this year. Oh
2: no, we can't just do this second Mortal Kombat movie. I will do the Why Mortal the Kombat movie with you. <laughs> So anyway, um. We cut back to Fred's house. Oh, oh, oh,
3: oh. real quick, real quick. So this thing we're cutting to. This shot of this van driving up to this house has a piece of music. It has sense around by They Might Be Giants. Now, there's a funny story behind this, and it's a story Luke really wants to tell. So we're gonna let him put a pin in this song until next week because fuck.
2: Okay. So continue. Oh, no, that's me. So, yeah. we go into the, the into Fred's house, and Fred's dad, who I think got a name, but I can't so, remember it. So,
4: can I can I do a summary of the scene? Fred's, yes. What happened? So, Fred's dad walks in, and he's like, Oh, what's this weird, disgusting, fucking purple crap my stupid idiot kid brought back? Let me jam my fist into this. Oh, I guess I no longer have free will anymore. Bye! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he walks out, and like... I assume this can't be long after Fred went home, like it can't, right? Just based on the timeline. And the entire populace of Angel Grove's adults are already zombies. Like, that was really fast. What is it with,
4: like, <laughs> adults and, like, jamming their nasty, fucking grody fingers into the right. grody, icky, fucking purple crap that their stupid, idiot kids bring back? <laughs>
2: that means that all these adults did that exact same thing? Yep. Which is really crazy. <laughs> well, like, for all we adult- know, some
5: of them may have actually had it thrown in their faces. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true, also. <laughs> So we cut to the command center Uh, Alpha is trying to fix it He's able to get the the viewing globe on Which looks a little different in that In this one Um, It's like the viewing saucer at this point Yeah, missing parents And at this point Ivan Ooze uh, Like Interrupts the broadcast And is telling kids to come get some ooze In his fucking stupid
0: wizard outfit Hi folks Ivan Oo's here. Are you bored with your work? Are you bored with your life? Then come on down to Ooze City. And let's get
2: sticky! Ay, ay, ay,
0: ay, Ivan's evil plot is taking shape. I just hope they're not too late. Enough of that! Fuzzy, are the rocks
2: ahead? If they are, we'll all be dead! Also, Zordon is still dying, but I guess it's a very slow process because (laughs) he's, like, over there on his crystal bed, like, just looking at Ivan Ooze going, like, you motherfucker.
4: (laughs) Yeah, why don't- also, why don't they, like, call- call, like, the police or something and tell them that there's this tainted purple crap and it's making people act weird? Why don't- they don't they don't they don't do that. They sit around fucking pull, jerk jerk jacking off playing with themselves, <laughs> not trying to fix the situation for no listen, reason.
3: I I know some folks are going to be like, "Well, the movie's not part of the canon, man, fuck you." Like, here's the thing. In the in the canon of the show, Alpha has called the police before. Yeah. That is a thing he did once.
4: I forgot that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alpha has, like, attempted to stop or at least alleviate the worst parts of situations in the past when circumstances dictated that he needed to take action. He's actually relatively good at that. That was an um, airplane episode, right? He called yes. fucking cops? Yeah, yep. okay. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't do anything. It's like, th- no, this is a situation that where you can actually, like, help. Without yeah. the Power Rangers by, like, telling people not to touch this shit. Not yeah, only that, it's but how much
5: promotional material has Alpha sent all this time?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not... Because it's not that they have to go fight a monster, which, like, yeah, Alpha's not good at that. It's that you have to get people to stop shoving their hands in purple goo.
4: It's like Alpha, like, <laughs> takes over the broadcast and says, What the fuck is wrong with you? Stop sticking your fucking grody hands into the nasty purple goo, you dumb shit. Don't fucking do that. That's fucked up and nasty.
2: Also, it'll mind control you. So, yeah, I like how in your your view, like mostly it's just gross. Also, it will mind control you. It That's- will mind control you. You will lose all free will. Listen, Don't you might it. be
3: into the mind control thing, but the ooze is gross. So, <laughs> also, I, not to double back, but I did write a note on something we sort of glossed over earlier, um, and it's it's a dumb joke, but goddamn it, I wrote it down. Uh, earlier, when Ivan Ooze is introducing the kids to his Ooze, he introduced himself by saying, guys and girls, girls and guys. So it's it's good and heartwarming to know that NB folks have a superpower where they're immune to
2: purple Ooze magic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Okay, so so we cut back to the planet. They're all around this bonfire um, out, out in, the, in the Ninjeti Temple. And Dulcia uh takes some dust – it's the same dust that the Ninja Turtles use to summon uh their their ghost version of Master Splinter in the original Ninja Turtles movie. Cause they throw it No no it in no, the no, fire. no no no
3: no 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 my dude my dude she's submitting this for the approval of the Midnight Society. It's that's the same dust also.
2: It's it's the same thing. Uh are so They throw this, or she. What is that dust? I'm going to look that up. I don't know, but it's weirdly prevalent. What kind of dust are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about the spirit dust that she throws into the fire and
4: makes it, like, fucking
2: explode. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I was making a joke, but in the original Ninja Turtles movie, they put this dust on the fire and then, like. uh,
5: They meditate.
2: They meditate and then, like, it flares
4: and dies. Couldn't it just be, like, flour?
2: I don't know. Flour yeah. is actually like crazy flammable. What did they use uh, in Midnight Society? Wasn't it like, um, good It's coffee creamer, right? Powdered coffee creamer, I think. In the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Well, How I don't know. Fuck- My I random
3: Google search uh, took me to a site called Campfire Magic, and okay. it says there are, there are several characters that can be play. Sorry, several chemicals that can be placed in the fire to make the flame different colors. So, calcium for red, copper for green, and so on. And it's, I guess, and like, it's got recipes. So, it's like, fairy fire, cut a length of old garden hose. The
4: cheaper the hose, the better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids! Shit in fire! It'll be cool! I mean, I mean, that's actually pretty fucking sweet. I it hope they teach kids how to do the flamethrower aerosol can, <laughs> can trick. That shit's <laughs> badass.
2: So, anyway, she puts yeah, I this- have. I
4: have to read this. Fairy fire.
3: Cut a length of old garden hose, the cheaper the hose, the better, and put it inside a length of copper pipe, both a foot or so long. The pipe should be a bit longer around than, larger around than the hose. There should be some room between the two, but not much. Put the whole thing on the fire. As the hose begins to burn, there is some sort of reaction with the copper, and the little colored flames, all sorts of colors dance at the ends of the pipe. Hold
2: on, hold on. There's some sort of reaction. This person doesn't fucking know what's happening, and they're just like, hey, kids. <laughs> at, the, at the end of this
3: paragraph, he lists his credentials. My dad has a PhD in chemistry. Oh, so
4: God.
2: <laughs> hey, kids. Set a bunch of shit on fire. It looks fucking awesome. Teenagers with Attitude does not endorse this website. Teenagers
4: uh, with Attitude absolutely endorses this site, 100%. <laughs>
5: Just don't breathe in the fumes.
4: Don't yeah. breathe in the
2: fumes. That's actually. So a really Dul- bad idea. Dulcia says, "Okay, all of us have." Um, I'm sorry, I'm paused, and like this lady's just ripped. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- she says, "Look inside you, and you've got an animal spirit in there." Now close your eyes and just think real hard, and I'm gonna blow this fairy dust. So she does. I'll, no, close your eyes, and I'm going to jam this fucking hose in this copper pipe,
4: <laughs> <and> throw it <laughs> in <into> the fire.
2: <laughs> oh so,
4: no! Also, Zach, you're
3: right. The the stuff they used in, in Are You Afraid of the Dark is non dairy creamer. So, God, yes, I'm
1: so Nailed smart. It.
2: Uh, so, <laughs> so then some special effects happen, and all of a sudden, they've got the ninja costumes, which have we haven't talked about them yet. So, they're, they're okay. I like them. Uh, I actually... So, the ninja costumes don't make sense, really, because in the show, how they work is they morph into the ninja costumes and then they morph into their actual ranger suits. Um, Um, On
5: occasion, I think there have been times where they've gone straight from normal to morphed without the ninja stuff. Yeah, I think so, too.
2: Yeah, Yeah. but but it's just weird because it's not their ranger powers it's this weird like in between form or whatever yeah um so i mean in actual practical terms
3: it it strikes me as something that allows them to do more uh like have more stunt people in place of the actual actors more often
2: because their faces are covered but they're still yeah. unmorphed un- fights yeah yeah so so I like how they look, though, because I'm a weird—I mean, I love Mortal Kombat and Ninja Turtles, so it may not surprise you to know that I'm a sucker for multicolored ninjas. Um, I just—I don't know. I think there's something about it that's cool. It's—they're big, loose, like, loose clothing. Um, I mean, they look like ninja outfits, uh specifically Rockies pretty much just looks like a, a a stereotypical black pajama ninja, except that they all have their um their color, obviously, and then their their power coin in the middle. Yeah, and they look kinda got, like
3: interchangeable like mooks in a side scrolling beat em up a
2: little yeah, bit. Yeah, totally. Yep. yep. And except uh they've everyone has white belts and then little gold uh Except for uh, Tommy triangles except for tommy who has a black belt and black triangles or diamonds sorry um i like them i think they're neat uh so yeah they they all look down at their like oh shit we're ninjas Uh, again i guess ninja is not like you know uh, feudal period japanese thing where the people tried to use like subterfuge and and subtle uh uh, assassination techniques to take out people who were in power who didn't deserve it. It's just some weird magic alien bullshit.
5: Man, I've been going about this all wrong. Instead of spending like the past five years in class, I should have just stood in front of a fire with some non-dairy creamer. And,
2: and believed in yourself, <laughs> Exactly. <I guess. laughs> Don't forget the copper
4: pipe and some hose. Oh, yes, I can't forget <laughs> that either. So, yeah, so, everyone...
3: So, in in any case, Dulcia, in turn, explains to each ranger, like, who their animal is. Aisha gets the bear. Rocky gets the ape. uh, And, let's see, uh, Kimberly gets the crane. (laughs) Adam? Uh, Billy gets the wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Adam has the most iconic line in the movie. Go for it, dude.
4: Um, I don't actually know what the line is, but when I was watching this and they were going down the line, I was thinking, you know, it would be funny if Adam's spirit animal was clinical depression. I'll I'll try,
5: I'll try to get the line read on this. Just, just give me a sec. Just give me a sec.
4: I wasn't actually that far off. Um,
5: okay. Lion face. Hmm. Lemon face. Mm. Okay. 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 Go ahead. I'm a frog. (laughs) That's
2: pretty much it. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a a frog. And, And, like, Dulcia doesn't, like,
3: with everyone else, she gives kind of the standard Power Rangers, like, what your symbol means sort of speech. Like
6: Aisha, you are the bear, fierce and unstoppable.
4: Rocky? This is my dog, Buster.
6: Billy, you are the wolf, cunning and swift. Agile, Kimberly, light as a feather. You are the crane. Adam, Adam, what's wrong?
0: I'm a frog.
6: <laughs> yes, a frog, like the one you kiss to get a handsome prince. And you, Tommy, are the falcon, winged lord of the skies. To be in harmony with a sacred animal spirit is to have the force of the ninjetti. To those who are ninjetti, anything is possible.
3: Aisha, you're the bear because you're fierce and strong. And Rocky, you're the ape because you're, you know, strong also and <laughs> smart.
4: <laughs> powerful or whatever the yeah. fuck,
3: yeah. But, like, she doesn't give any of that kind of reasoning to Adam. She walks up to him, sees that he looks sad... And he's like, I'm a frog. And she's like, yes, a frog, like the kind you kiss, and kisses him on the head. To turn yeah. into a handsome prince
4: and she never actually justifies the frog. Am I like I, am, am I strong? Am I like met next
2: person who's the next <laughs> in line? Yeah. She calls yeah. Tommy winged lord of the skies and fucking Adam says, <laughs> <like>, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> now can I actually can I actually theorycraft on this real quick? Uh, yes, but real quick because Joel didn't make it, he wanted me to point out. Uh yeah, that sorry Adam, I guess that symbolically, like our culture doesn't have as much cool shit associated with frogs. Your Zord is eighty percent of the whole fucking Zord, dude. Like of the whole Megazord. If you look at the Ninja Megazord, it is almost all frog. So at least you got that going for you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> the most important one. But what I was what I was gonna say is maybe what she's
3: hinting at with this whole like you know kiss to turn to a magic prince line isn't just isn't just bullshit. Because what I'm thinking is maybe like b- being associated with the frog is a symbol of like great potential. You know? Yeah, I could uh, see that.
1: Actually. You know, what
4: not- I was thinking is the symbol of the frog is falling nature falling victim to the nature of the scorpion. That that's what I thought of. From <laughs> the- oh, first also thing. That I don't was. know what that says about me. <laughs> That probably says something deeply uncomfortable, but that's where I went. What I was going to say is
3: it's kind of something along the lines of, like, the page class from Homestuck, where, like, if you're the frog, it means you suck now, but you're going to be really great later. And I think that kind of bears out, because Adam, like, in terms of being a ranger that comes back a lot, he's around a long fucking time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I. You know that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good thing that you just made up. That is definitely, definitely has nothing to do with why they so oh oh oh, the oh, 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 <laughs> oh. So,
3: so this is the one time where I do some like completely just off the wall shit to try and justify <laughs> the dumb bullshit in Power Rangers. And this is the one that's a bridge too far
2: for you. No, no, it's fine. So she's like, okay. So now you all got your new jetty powers. Um, they won't do anything. But that's fine. Uh, to those who are jetty anything is possible. Now go walk to that other thing. Bye! Don't and forget yeah. she turns
5: into an owl.
4: She turns <laughs> into
2: an owl and flies <laughs> she away. She does
4: turn into an owl. Do you got oh. any
2: owl facts, Matt, for us this time? Or um, it's just...
4: Owl facts with Matt. I know Alfax. This owl is totally fucking cool, and I wish I had a pet owl like this one.
2: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Alfax.
4: (laughs) Alfax. Get it up on Twitter.
3: Hashtag (laughs) Alfax. Mystical blonde barbarians on alien worlds turn into owls all the time. That's an (laughs) Alfax. Hashtag Alfax. Alfax.
2: So, yeah, she turns into an owl and flies away, and uh, we cut back down to Earth, Um, and there's a weird – okay, so Fred is looking for his dad. He can't find him. We cut to the quarry, and uh, Ivan Ooze is waiting for them to unearth his, like, magical robots.
3: He's got got his own zords. Like, we actually kind of glossed over it earlier. He talked about, like – the whole point of enslaving the parents was to was to dig these up.
2: They're ectomorphicon somethings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's just ectomorphicons. I yeah. think you got it okay. in one. Got it in he's one. got a he's got a really fun well so first of all, he's like lounging on rocks and he has like a mixed drink with a fucking twirly straw in it and it's like uh like f- f- um smoke is coming out of it. And I do love that touch, though. He's got a fucking mystical potion he's drinking
3: out of an ancient goblet, and he's just kind of got a crazy straw. He's
2: got a crazy straw. I like that, too. I'll admit that. I love Ivan style. But Ivan has a line I do really like, which is because he says, I forgot how slow parents are. And I like that line because it implies that he would have some reason to have previously discovered this information. Like, what <laughs> other situation? It's like in Monkey Island where Guybrush3.0 is constantly like, that's the second biggest giant monkey head I've ever seen. Like, okay, well, what's the first? I want to know. <laughs> so this kind of feeds into
3: the way this world has always seemed to operate in its own weird way. Because, like, we've talked about how, like, how strange it is that, like, everything is done by teenagers, and everyone is very strictly delineated. Like, this is is teenager world, and this is parent world, and this is, like, child world. And, like, Ivanu shows up, and he very obviously, like, sees the human race, like, in these specific terms as well. Like, one of the first things he does is, I smell teenagers. Yeah. Which is really unsettling, but, like... I guess that's just how the human race works in this world is, like, I don't know, like, you, you you cross a threshold and, like, what part of society you're in changes, which I guess that is kind of, you know, how the world it's actually does true. work in many yeah. ways. But, like, it's a lot more, like, strictly delineated in this world. It's
5: like the Logan's yeah. run of, of Power Rangers. So- as soon as you reach a certain age, you're an adult and, oh, nope, oh, that's it, you're screwed.
3: Yeah you don't get executed you just get moved To the next tier
5: Yeah.
2: So Ivan Ooze gets bored And he makes this one fat guy dance Which like Okay the part about This is, it is good is how Happy Goldar is Like cause Goldar thinks it's the Best shit he's ever fucking Seen in his whole life I like that part
0: <laughs> Oh Goldie I'm Bored Let's have some fun Thank
1: hey,
0: you! Stand. Do the swim! <laughs> <Deli>. <laughs> 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 hey, hey Back. Ah, my tango.
2: He makes him do, like, do the swim and, uh, like, some ballet and stuff. I do like the implication that Ivan U's actually knows all of these different dances somehow. <laughs> Well, yeah, th- I mean, again, for whatever reason, Ivan actually knows a bunch about pop pop culture, even though he was sealed away. Um,
3: yeah, it's something so, we keep coming back to, but it's, yeah, it, we have to, the movie keeps coming back to it.
2: So the Tingu uh, come down and Goldar's like, hey, they're back. Um, And also, here's something, the Tinga warriors talk and they also talk in the show and this is the first situation in which the the, the mooks, the putty equivalents
0: talk stop <laughs> your screeching <laughs> how did you fare? we couldn't have gone better ah, one of them off a mountain went into a raging river so they've all been destroyed well we were about to destroy them what? Ve- you can't kill them you call yourself Kingo Warriors, you are like Kingo Turgers! Oh. You all stuffed and roasted! But, but Master, there was this, this monster with these huge sticks! It kept twirling them around. And- sticks? Did these sticks have a whistling sound? Well, uh, uh, it was more like nails on a chalkboard. Dulcia, that miserable, manipulating, loathsome she devil of a witch. If she leads them to the Great Power, everything will be ruined. Uh, Do you want us to take another whack at it? How about taking another quack at it?
2: But I hate it, because it makes me think about the fact that the Power Rangers are murderers. Like, way more than... Than yeah, normal. it's it's kind of that
3: whole thing we're dealing with, like more recently in that Shadow of War sequel, where like, right. hey, you're you're like the orcs have personalities
4: now, but they're also your slaves. So that's I was kinda about to say, also yeah. make your slaves fight in the
2: fucking slave pits. There are no dark implications here. <laughs> yeah, this guy wrote a poem. Now take over his mind. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. But what's also weird about
3: the fact that the 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 tanga talk in this scene is all of them but one. Talking in a squawky cartoon bird voice. You know, they sound like fucking Scratch from Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, and the one that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, the one that doesn't is a John Wayne impression for some reason. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's really weird. It's, it's like they just told him do crazy voice and one guy had a different idea. Um, So the there's a bit where there, he's like, how'd it go? And they're like, great, I threw one off a cliff. Uh, you know blah blah blah. They're fine though And then we ran away and You know he's pissed He says what happened and she's like "I," uh, Or they're like well there was this lady And or uh, This monster with sticks And twirled them and uh, Ivan news is like oh did the sticks make A weird noise? Yes they did It was like nails on a chalkboard Um And then uh yeah, so so she's like, okay, or they're like, okay, well, fuck that lady, it's Dulcia. If if he she takes them to the power, then it's all ruined. Uh, and then uh, there's a bit where he says, or they say, hey, do you want us to try to take another whack at it? And he says, how about another quack at it? And then he murders all his his children. Yeah, basically. Yep. Just, no, there's no basically,
4: he shoots them with fucking chain lightning and they all fucking explode and die. Instantly. There is a
2: good, there is a really good visual gag where Ivan turns around like dramatically, but a bunch of feathers laying on his face that he has to peel off. Yes. And it made, it made me laugh, I liked that.
3: There are some, there are some actually, like, again, a lot of the fun in watching this movie is to watch it ironically because it's, it's a really bad movie, but... Particularly around Ivanoos, there are some gags that really legitimately land, and that bit with
2: the feather is one of them. It's funny. It's a good good gag. Um, Let's take a quick break, and we will be right back.
4: Hello, friends. Jeff Stormer here to talk to you about eggnog. I love eggnog. In fact, I love it so much I started a podcast about it. Talking Nog is a yearly tradition honoring a yearly tradition. We take listener questions, look at listener photos, talk to the people on the front lines of the home nogging movement, and if I do say so myself, have a little fun along the way. I hope you'll join us at soundcloud.com slash talkingnog or on Twitter at talkingnogcast. And if you have any Nog-themed questions via text or audio, or a photo of you enjoying a fresh, creamy glass of Nog, you can submit them to TalkingNog at AOL.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you real soon. And cheers.
2: So, uh, it's time, as Tommy says. So, okay, they got to this plateau at, at basically sunset. Then then at nighttime, they got their powers. Now the sun is rising. So I guess they're not in that much of a hurry. Like, <laughs> I, I thought, mean, it's a different planet. Maybe the days go way faster. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it, it could be super fast days. I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Um, so Tommy uh, gazes dramatically into the distance, then says it's time, and they start walking, and walking, and walking, and walking. And we cut down, again, to the planet, or to the planet, to Earth. Uh, Fred is walking around, like, at the construction site. No one seems to see him, so, I mean, I know they're zombies, but, like... You would think in their zombie programming would also be like stop intruders, but no, apparently. It's just dig. Uh, Fred finds his dad and he tries to like wake him up. Uh, also, Fred has a backwards baseball cap. It's an Air Jordan cap, but because of course it is. Um, and. Uh,
5: totally 90s.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, there is unsurprisingly a good
3: bit of product placement in this movie. There's. There's a shot later in one of the like, I don't know, minute of total runtime that Bulk and Skull get in the whole movie where we very briefly see the two of them both drink cans of like seven up.
4: Okay, I know, I know. apparently, like, Saban didn't have as much oversight in this movie, but I'm just going to blame it on Saban anyway, and he, Saban was like, this movie doesn't have enough money in it, I need more money from the movie, <laughs> how can I get more money from the movie, have well, them drink the licensed soda?
2: Well, it, it, you're yeah, right well, here's that the thing. it's not surprising for a 90s kids movie to have have advertising, Except for the fact that there's super none in the show, like to the point where it's kind of weird. Like they never ever show real brands for anything. I think so, there actually might like, have been
3: more regulations on that kind of thing in children's
2: television uh, at the oh, time. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, maybe.
3: But uh, I will say though, there's there's some there's some product placement in this movie. There is nothing. Nothing comes anywhere near the fucking Krispy Kreme in the reboot movie.
2: Oh No. no. But again, uh, and that, like, I thought that was really funny, but I get it if you hated it. Like, I understand. The climax of the <laughs>
3: movie is them flying around and running around in the Zords and saying the word Krispy Kreme like once every that ten part seconds. I did not
2: like so much, but I did, like, the scene where Rita is wandering the streets screaming... Where is the Krispy Kreme is very funny to me. <laughs> so, okay. um, Yeah. Uh, basically, Ivan is like, we're going to fuck up the – yeah, the – I got these – yeah, robots. And that's it. Like it's just – Well,
3: there is one <laughs> other funny thing in this scene. So Fred – so basically at one point, Fred is trying to shake his dad out of his trance. And Goldar yells, hey, you. And Fred thinks the jig is up. But it turns out Goldar's yelling at this other guy who's just kind of stopped working and sat down, which doesn't make sense if everyone's mind-controlled. What right, is with this yeah. mind-control zombie just kind of stopping to it's, take a
2: breather? It's it's fairly lax mind control, yeah. Um, so we get a—we cut back to the, the planet, and the rangers are walking through, like, a dinosaur graveyard, basically, um— There's kind of a little nod where Billy walks up to what is probably a triceratops, or at least looks kind of like a triceratops. Uh, You know, know, that's his his robot. Um, But then it comes to life, and it's, is it CG? It seems like bad CG. There's a couple shots where it's a puppet. There's definitely some CG on these robots.
3: Yeah. um, I think it's only a puppet when we're seeing, like, them digging the parts of it out of the ground. I'm pretty sure it's CG everywhere else. Yeah, no, no,
2: sorry. Different. I'm I'm talking about. Sorry, we are now back on the the alien world. Oh, oh I'm sorry, I spaced
4: of. out. Okay, so no, it's fine.
2: Uh, so the, this uh, like triceratops looking dinosaur skeleton oh, comes yeah, to life.
4: Fuck, I spaced out too. Um, oh no, it's fine. I, I still think
2: there is some CG in here, though. Yeah, I think you're right. So we've got uh these these. It, so it's chasing them around this boneyard and. Um. Again, it sp- it like pins Kim, and she's just like screaming for Tommy. And I wish that this was not in it.
3: I mean, it pins it pins Aisha first. Yeah. In fairness, like like Adam tries to run up, and like nothing comes of it. And then Rocky tries to hit it with another bone and gets knocked flat on his ass. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true.
3: In so- fairness, like it does, it does go to extra lengths to show uh, Kim and Aisha in particular being completely just not even trying to fight it. But in fairness, the dudes are also completely ineffectual against this thing.
2: So it's, it's kind of, there's not really much that happens except that eventually Tommy like runs up a tree and backflips onto its back. Uh, and he's riding it around. There's one shot that I'm pretty sure is a stop motion shot because it, it looks like bad stop motion. And like, it must be like a little doll of Tommy, I guess on there. I'm not sure. Um, and he like rides it. He bucking broncos it for a while.
3: I think what it is is it is footage of him riding the puppet sped up. Is I think what's happening.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then uh, and then he he, he like he finds the load bearing bone, I guess, because he he sees this bone and like uses his knowledge of alien dinosaur biology i guess to know like he sees it and he's like oh this will do it and he pulls this one bone out says i've got a bone to pick with you and the whole fucking thing falls into pieces which makes no sense whatsoever well, it does
5: if you think about what happens to him in the future i suppose
2: <laughs> that's true, he does become a dinosaur biologist yeah. This is fair yeah. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> In fairness, Billy even says, wow, those
3: biology lessons are really paying off, Tommy It's unintentional yeah, foreshadowing You know, but also,
2: biology of alien dinosaurs but Also, yeah, in
3: fairness, like this is a bone that's right between where this thing's head connects to its neck and it's uh, I, I kind of buy the logic of, okay, if I pull that one out and its head falls off, it probably uh. will just die
2: it's just so silly, but yes, he it falls into pieces. Um, we cut back down to uh, the the factory where his ooze is being made. They're still m- u- making Eric, please, more uh, ooze. Please play
3: the chemical plant theme again while we're back in the chemical plant. Thank you. <laughs> Th-
2: they're still making more ooze, which I'm not sure why. Even though like the entire a whole city is already taken over or whatever, but fine. It would have been really nice if Alpha and Zordon would have called the police and warned people. Or done anything. Um, Yeah, Uh, so then uh, you still, you do see like their arms. Oh yeah, the the robots are done, basically. Um, Ivanus comes out and he says, Parents of Angel Grove, you've completed my masterpieces, and that's great, and also, I, I don't like you very much, so... Uh, I'm gonna have you go all jump off a cliff So he tells them to go to the construction site And leap to their doom And they all put down whatever they're doing And just go Leap to our doom And and walk away all zombie-ish Yeah, can we talk about how fucked up this actually is? It's fucked! Yeah The fact that, that it's a uh, forced mass suicide in a children's movie Is pretty weird, yeah It was was like, they're like, well, we can't have the bad guy just kill the
4: parents, that'd be too dark. So we'll just have them jump to their doom. That's nicer,
2: and it's like, no, it's not at all. No. Oh, okay, so the ooze, um, sorry, I missed this part. They're pumping the ooze into the robots. Because that's what makes them go. So that's, that's my bad, I missed that part. Um, so, yeah, these b- bad CGI robots, he zaps them with lightning, plus the ooze, and then they start moving around, and they look like garbage. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Morton, let the ooze flow. Yeah, I think that's the only time they say his name. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so we've like, got these- otherwise,
3: we've got it from the side house, but that is literally the only time he is addressed by name anywhere in the movie. And yeah. we're
2: about uh, 57, 58 minutes in. One's like a scorpion... And one's like an ant cross with a... I, I uh, think one of them's like a mantis. Yeah, mantis, yeah. Um, they're both. It's like a scorpion based. and a
3: mantis, I think is what they're going for here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we cut back to the uh, the the alien planet and we're still fucking walking around and that's fine. Um, and, I uh, love Australia. Space Australia is so fucking sweet, you get to walk everywhere. <laughs> well, that's the thing though, is that this next part is like a Legends of the Hidden Temple set I'm pretty sure they just contracted that from Nickelodeon <laughs> And that's where they shot this next part Because they finally get to the monolith and um, They
3: finally get to the soundstage
2: Yep Yeah, and it's this huge uh, door And uh, Tommy walks up to it And there's like So... There's these statues that are, like, embedded in holes in the walls, uh, and he touches them and then turns around, and they come to life.
5: Yeah, Tommy, Tommy forgot the first rule of, you know, coming upon something that looks scary. Don't touch the fucking thing.
2: Yeah, and all their, like, their stone armor, like, folds off. And then, like, metal armor replaces it And then they come to life It's kind of neat, actually Well, at least the first one Then the other ones don't do that They just kind of shitty, like, morph effect uh, And <laughs> and now you've got these big stone dudes With metal armor all over them Um, They're like, now what? And then Tommy yells Ninjetti And they all yell their animals
0: What now? Ninjetti! Falcon! The Frog! The Ape! The crane, the stag, the horse, the tiger, the bat, the rat, the monkey, the beetle. All right, we'll take you, old man. Uh,
2: okay, they get the magic transformation of their face masks go up without them having to touch them, which is well, the pretty... hoods too. Yeah, and the hoods, sorry. Oh, don't forget the fucking hoods. <laughs> yeah.
4: How could you possibly forget the hoods?
2: Which is really stupid. They all pose, uh, and they do, to their credit, do, like, like Aisha does, like, a move that kind of, I don't know, they try to do, like, I'm the crane, so I go into a crane kick dance, and I'm a bear, so I put my arms up, and I don't know if these are actual, like, Forms but probably they not Try to do something at least What's great is, is nice. they do
3: them they do them rapid Fire like across the line from left to right And then the last one is Aisha And She she's, goes bare she and, and then it's immediately Undercut with her going whoa because she has to immediately Dodge an attack yeah
2: so, you've got uh, the Rangers all, like, kind of dodging these dudes. Because they're made of... In fairness, they are made of rocks. Uh, kicking them is not going to do much. Except I mean, that they fight dudes fought, made of rock all the time. Yeah, except that you fought putties all the time. But whatever. Um, So, they, they're they kind of just running around and dodging for a while. They can't really do anything. Because they just don't have anything on this shit, I guess. Um. Adam gets one like up a cliff, and uh, Rocky. <laughs> okay, so <laughs>
3: Rocky, like, so, so, so Adam, the whole thing is like he actually is starting to get into his whole animal thing because he says want to play leapfrog. Yeah, right. and then I think later on in the fight, like he's being attacked by two people at once. So and he's just like, what does it pick on the frog day?
2: Yeah, but he jumps over
4: it or, or rolls under it you or know, something. It'd be way funnier is if instead of going, "What is it?" pick on the frog day. He goes, fucking leave me alone! I have the shittiest animal. <laughs>
2: this is bullshit." So, so he um, I'm very he, like, tired. It's it's okay. He rolls under one, and then uh, Rocky is trying to get into his animal, and he's like, "Drop!" He says something about like. Oh, does he actually say ape attack? Because, like, later he does in his Zord do this exact same thing where he jumps a high off something high, like onto its back. And it doesn't work? Yeah. Except it doesn't work. And it doesn't work again when he does it later. So yeah. he gets, like, thrown off and then he's hanging off a cliff uh, above this uh, waterfall. Uh,. The monster tries to, lays like, chopping his hands, and Rocky just kicks it in the face and knocks it off. Adam, Adam kicks it in the face. Adam kicks it in the face and knocks him off into the water, which kills him? Is it acid water? Because it just dies. I don't
5: know. It just sort of dissolves, so it makes you wonder. It literally,
2: it like screams and dissolves like fucking... uh,
3: What kills these things is really nebulous, because... This guy dies from falling in the water. One guy gets hit by a boulder and crushed. One of them gets cut in half by its by one of its partners. I don't right. remember what it, happens to the fourth one.
2: But it, the first one literally dissolves like fucking like the the uh, the dip in Roger Rabbit like yeah. it's like that basically. Yeah. Oh, I just remember what happens to the fourth one cuz it's actually great. Never mind. Okay, so they they continue to like run around a little bit. Uh yeah. Tommy Kim gets trapped by one Tommy Tarzan swings over to her and then they push this giant boulder onto it, which kills it
3: There's a lot of vine swinging shenanigans like at one point. There's the the, the bit I mentioned where Adam's like surrounded by two guys Which makes me wonder what everyone else is doing because there's only four of them But right. so Adam's yeah. being picked on between two of these guys He's dodging everything and Billy's like standing on a tree branch up above him. It's like hey Adam would you like some help? and I actually really love Johnny Young Bosch's line delivery here. He says, it crossed my mind. Yeah.
2: A little bit. <laughs> yeah. So Could he, use it. Uh, so he tosses a vine down to Adam who grabs it. And then Billy jumps off and it pulls Adam up like a pulley system. Yeah. Uh, and it causes one of them to miss Adam and chop his partner in half. Now, the implication here is that Billy weighs eight to ten times as much as Adam does, um, <laughs> because he just zips up there, and I don't understand how that makes any fucking sense, but it is kind of cool. I guess Billy's really been like working out a lot lately, I'm not sure.
5: He's been stuffing um, the protein.
2: Yeah. Right. He, his
3: pound he, he, he did start working milk. out recently. Billy yeah. yeah. well, never
4: <laughs> skips leg day.
3: So basically we're down to one Because one got crushed by that boulder that Tommy and Kimberly pushed One's been cut in half and one I guess dissolved in water And then so everybody starts Ganging up on this one guy And they've got him cornered and they've got him back by the entrance Where he started And Tommy is way way up in a tree And it's like He he, he calls out his attack He's like, 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 like fucking ninja spin kick
4: attack Or whatever he calls it
5: Ninjetti corkscrew kick
4: Oh, God, yeah, fuck it. It's like fucking M. Bison's fucking psycho crusher.
2: Yeah, and except reverse. (laughs) Except, Uh, yeah, except feet
4: first as opposed to fist first, yeah. Yeah,
2: and he he flies through the air and spins, and it makes that hilarious spin noise that they did earlier. Like,
3: (laughs) he's done it twice in this movie, and he's also done it a few times in the show. I don't know what it is with them and just having, like, Tommy just fucking spin places. Like, just fly through the air while he's rotating in place.
2: He's basically Sonic the Hedgehog. If he spins, it's an attack. Like-
3: <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't, like, curl into a ball. He, like, he, he like sticks his arms yeah. out and is like, I'm a helicopter. Whee! <laughs>
2: yeah, so, so he kicks the, the rock monster, and it goes... F- it, remember that they were punching this with presumably the same strength earlier, and, like, nothing was happening? He kicks it. But because he named his attack, I guess it's anime rules, and he like it flies a hundred feet into the rock and explodes. Like, holy shit! Oh, and it
3: it it doesn't get like a practical explosion effect. Like, there's there's no like
2: explosion. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's it's like his pixels fall apart. He like explodes into triangles. It's real shitty.
2: So the the door opens and. (laughs) <laughs> the great power is literally
5: it's a
3: rock
2: remember how sometimes you would see the a coin of all the dinosaurs together it's like uh i think it might be on the back of the megazord like in the cockpit i can't remember yeah you, uh, you've seen it before um uh, basically a version of that with the new animals uh come on a big like pyramid of stone like slides out of the the temple or whatever and uh, they're like, whoa, it's the great power and I'm like, it's a rock, but okay <laughs> And then it starts glowing And uh, these little, like, golden representations of their animals come out Which is fine, I mean, it doesn't look great But I get what you're going for And then someone is like, is it Adam? Someone's like, whoa, new zords And I'm like, whoa, I, I how think do it's you know Tommy. that? Yeah <laughs> What are you talking about? Like, where are you getting this information? Because it's literally just little like sprites that eventually fly into their their chest coins.
5: Oh, it's Rocky morphed- who says news. It's zords.
2: Rocky, okay. Yeah. And then they're morphed again, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, superpowers. I still don't understand why you think you have Zords now. Where is I'm that information? I'm kind of on
3: board with this for two reasons. Okay. Um. One is that this fucking superpowers just instantly giving you knowledge of how the powers work is a, is a time-honored Power Rangers tradition. Established thing, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Also, having your zords also be these, like, small creatures sometimes that can just, like, be, like, with you. They're just your friends and pets sometimes is okay. a thing that happens a lot in the Sentai that I wish Power
2: Rangers would borrow more. They do it a couple times. Yeah, but, in yeah, Samurai they do. Samurai and also, like...
5: Fe- Wild Force, more. sort of, but they're not small. They're just like big Zords. Wild
2: Force, their Zords are literally um like little bouncy balls with with uh with little animals in the bouncy balls, which is fucking super silly, but it's fine. Um, so anyway, they they're like, all right, we got our powers back, and uh, Billy says like our morphers are online again. We talked about it last time. Still don't understand why. They lost them in the first place, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, hang on, Zordon, and, and they they teleport away. And that's... Uh, that's. I, I do want to say, before we move on to part. them
3: teleporting and, and wrap up for oh, this sorry. week, the the bit where they, you know, remorph, is it's all really, really shitty green screen. Because they're in green screen in the ninja suits, and in green screen in the ranger suits, and then it's just in the background, and they're like... It's, it's just really, really bad green screen. I'm sorry. Like, there's not really any way to expand on that. It's just bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair.
3: And, of course, as um, they fly away, we get another shot of fucking the owl and her voiceover being like, good luck, Rangers. Yep.
2: Yeah, so, so uh, that's the end of the second part. Um, and, yeah. Now, here's I, the thing, I mean, folks. I you don't might like- think... You might
3: think that because this movie actually very neatly divides itself into three parts, that maybe it follows a traditional three act structure. No. Not really. Not so much. It's a lot sloppier than that.
2: The third part is a 30 minute Zord fight that's garbage. So like you mean I think you mean Mike, I think you mean subversive. It's more subversive (laughs) than that. It doesn't matter. It's its a real art house film. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So So yeah, um, that's it It, it, I don't like this part of the movie I mean, I had fun talking about it But it's just kind of boring You have these, like, encounters That aren't great There's way too much of going back to the Like, showing you what's up with the parents When you could do that once Um, and Yeah, I don't know And Goldar's horrible fucking baby face And Goldar's (laughs) weird baby face Yeah, um and also just the whole, like, they'll see it. Like, listen, that lady's there because dad's got dragged to this movie, right? Like, Yeah, no, I'd say so. It, it, it just, she doesn't need to be there. She definitely doesn't need to be in a bikini the no. whole time. I like, mean, she's
3: there because of lazy writing. She looks like that because of the dads in the theater.
2: Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's that's it. Um, let's move on to questions uh, if you have questions for us, you can send them to us at teenswithtude on Twitter. Uh, Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or you can send email to teenswithtude at gmail.com. Um, I had a lot of questions that are about the movie. Uh, Mike, I hope if you remember better which ones I've asked, so just stop me if we've done one before, but I will try to do different ones. Um, first one. Uh, so... We did we did talk about them a little bit last time, um, but uh, Matt missed this. But but Greg and Mike can help. Alex asks: the movie suits all have goofy gadgets, so all the Power Rangers have like a weird specific gadget for them. Um, what's your favorite? I well, gotta say Rocky's weird Cylon helmet. Like that's weird and also yeah, it, it was almost his- like a Cyclops visor. Yeah, and also it made him have a grumpy mouthpiece for some reason, which is very, very funny. Yeah.
3: So, so Matt, let me break it down for you. Okay. Rocky got fucking Terminator O'Vision.
2: Okay. It was like heat heat sensing.
3: Yeah. Uh, Aisha got flashlights, headlights, basically, in her helmet.
2: Literally headlights on top okay, of her helmet. Okay, so that's, that's the worst.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Billy got what was effectively a grappling hook.
2: Grappling hooks are cool. Uh huh. Which
4: looks uh, like a which,
5: like an early '90s Taser.
2: Which he called a stega something, which is weird because his, okay, his oh, stega stinger. He called it stegasaurus. Yeah. yeah.
4: Okay. Well, not cool
2: anymore.
3: Kimberly got the weird uh, ribbon whip thing that she actually had in one of the episodes of the show.
2: Nothing's yes. cool, actually. Um, yeah, that was okay. And Adam got nothing because fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> So everyone really just
4: get dump trucked on, like, beep, yeah, like what, yeah. just <laughs> dumping raw sewage right onto your boy. Adam
2: should have had like a uh, some freeze power to match with his like mag- mastodon, uh, uh yeah. freeze power. But yeah, uh, here's the thing: nothing. does
3: does Saba count because that's the thing that Tommy uses in that fight scene. I, I would say cause, so. Because if yeah. he does, it's Saba, though.
4: Oh, is Saba yeah. dead He's now? a
3: magical sword who can fly <laughs> around on his own, apparently. It, I it, don't it know. It's shoots lasers and stuff.
2: Saba talked... Has Saba talked, like, what, like three times in the whole show, maybe?
5: Something like, like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's not a lot, but you're right, because at some point, he just stops using the White Ranger powers... I guess well, so. because dead. like
3: they had to ha- they had to make him sentient because he is sentient in the Die Ranger footage they were right. using and they stopped using Die Ranger footage in season 3. So, you know, what are they going to do?
2: Right. So, uh let's see. Um yeah, I mean Saba. I don't know. I liked I like um
3: I mean Rocky's fucking Terminator vision is fucking Rocky's sweet. Don't is get me really wrong. Really
2: stupid. Uh oh. Let's see. Uh Frankie asks if you could skydive or ride a monorail, which would you choose? I don't think those things are equivalent, but monorail because I'm never jumping out of a plane. Same here. Ever. N- monorail. Same. I would I would totally skydive if given the
4: opportunity, but in terms of practical transportation, monorail just wins out.
5: Yeah. My wife wants uh, to skydive, and she's asked me numerous times if I would ever consider doing it. And I'm like, nope, because I hate going over bridges as it is,
4: and I have a yeah, big fear that's of heights. Way worse than you that. see, I'd, I'd absolutely skydive if granted the opportunity to do so. Oh, but I,
3: I have just a, I have a terrible fear of heights. I
1: can't yeah.
5: do it. Yeah. yeah, my wife's like, well, it's not so bad, and I'm like, uh, no, it's not the it's not the fall that really scares me. It's a sudden stop at the end that you know I'm so- very much afraid of.
2: This is kind of weird um, and something I've never mentioned because, like, I don't know when it would come up. I used to hang glide. Um, oh, God. And it, it, was, it was really fun, and I liked it a lot. And recently I've developed a fear of heights that I didn't used to have. And I don't know why, really, but now the fact that I used to hang glide is, like, Fucking insane to me I'm like, I would never do that, except I did Like, I have evidence that I did it a bunch
5: Zach, so, <laughs> w- given, given your penchant for You know Being a character made character
4: Manifest
3: in the When you realized yes. your life was a slapstick comedy like-
2: <laughs> Well, the first time I hang glide, I did break the hang glider oh, So God. there was that But on landing, so it was fine <laughs> Well, it, So, there's this place in North Carolina uh, near Nag's Head called Jockey's Ridge, which is a giant sand dune. Um, And they train people to hang glide off of it because it's like not that high and it's really easy and there's lots of wind. Um, And I, so you're like maybe 30 or 40 feet off the uh, ground and above sand. So, like, you probably won't die. Um, oh, but, that's so reassuring <laughs> But, uh, I don't know, I crashed that shit real hard I was fine, though, because it was at least, like, a controlled crash So, um, anyway, no, I wouldn't do that I would, I actually would love to go on, like, one of the high-speed, like, maglev trains I know those aren't all monorails, but that'd be cool I would think that would be neat <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of roller coaster tycoon where you could make like super high speed like monorails and like roller coasters, and you could angle the rails in such a way where you could launch the cars oh, into your competitors' <laughs> theme parks, and the people would die in their porters, and, oh. their, and their approval ratings would go down. <laughs> 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 Fuckers! Uh um so Which would cause so, more people to go to your park and get on your incredibly unsafe
2: death rides. <laughs> thus feeling a never ending perpetual loop. So uh let's let's move on. Um uh Jordan asks uh how did telling hypnotized people to kill themselves make it into a PG movie? That is a fantastic question yeah. that I have no satisfactory answer for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because that's a thing that I've seen in a movie before, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's pretty much only in horror movies. Like, because that's terrifying. Yeah. At least so, like PG-13 movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that's crazy To me that that Happened and was fine apparently I mean listen c- Movies for kids often have Stuff that's really dark if you think About it too hard like But you don't have to think about this too hard Right that's true I mean I, I was gonna mention stuff like All dogs go to heaven which is like h- Horrifying to me now but it didn't really Bother me as a kid uh, Stuff like that that like It's just like well, okay, yes, existentially terrifying, yeah. Um, But this is on its face terrifying, so yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't have a
4: satisfactory answer to that question. I really don't either.
2: Jordan also asks a question that that the Facebook crew uh, answered, which I'm just going to go over because I thought it was neat because I didn't know. He says, "Why are all the new Zords badass animals and then a frog?" Um, And actually, uh, uh, Mike, Emily, points out frogs are associated with ninjas. Jiraiya was a Japanese folktale ninja hero who was associated with frogs. Um, And that is also why there is a frog ninja Pokemon uh, whose name is, oh, God, Greninja. Oh, Um, yeah, that's right. Cool. uh, So ninjas and frogs have a fairly big association. I did not know that. So now I know. (laughs) there you go uh thanks um so let's see uh (laughs) oh i got a good one so uh if you jonathan asks uh mariska hargitay was originally cast for uh dulcia if you guys are not familiar maris mariska hargitay which i think i'm saying right but fuck sorry if i'm not um she plays a detective on... Oh, uh, on SVU. On SVU, uh, alongside Ice-T. And Jonathan asks, if Ice-T had been cast as Zordon, would it improve or detract from the film? And you knew the answer when you asked that question. Oh, That's- God, yes. <laughs> it's yes. It's yes. The answer is yes. I.
4: Does this even... I think this legally qualifies as a question, but for all practical <laughs> intents and purposes, this is a, it, it's not a question. The answer is yes.
5: Could you imagine, like, considering the meme that goes around with ice tea now from that show, um when all we about got to the, the pa- drugs?
2: Yes. Yeah. Imagine
5: what we could have gotten if he had been there and the ooh, and the part where he's giving out the ooze.
2: Yeah, what he's talking about. Kids kids are into ooze these days. Yeah, exactly.
4: (laughs) Also, Zordon in this movie is like a crappy potato sack, man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Oh my god, it just hit me Zordon looks like fucking sickly Sam From Homestar Runner
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he does
2: Go ahead, Mike, sorry I was, I
3: was gonna say, take that fucking ice tea drug uh, Generator Twitter bot And then just replace it with ice tea Naming like Power Rangers monsters
2: uh-huh. Oh yeah. god yep, That yep, would be yep, amazing yep. Yeah, someone do that please Someone give me some photoshops of that um, So yeah Let's see. Uh Oh, I got one. Um this uh Daniel says this isn't a question, but you guys have theorized that kids would never notice cast changes. Uh so we talked about that before when they changed the the cast over, we said like one of the reasons they might have done it is just kids literally wouldn't notice. And Daniel points out I spent my entire youth not realizing that Zach and Trini are not in this movie, despite having seen it in theaters multiple times. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's you know, mystery like, solved. I actually think we talked um, somewhat yeah, I mean, last like, time. Short yeah, of uh,
3: not not having seen it multiple times, like I saw the movie once when I was a kid, I genuinely forgot it wasn't the original Rangers in this movie until we started doing this podcast.
2: Yeah, I remember before we watched the movie, but, like, I didn't remember that before we started doing this, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, I, But, yeah, I get it. It makes sense that they just were like, okay, fine. Fine, fine. So, uh, let's see. Um, oh, that's really a Luke question. I'll wait for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a bunch of good ones about the Zords. So that if it's we a Luke question, wait. it involves some combination of the
4: morphing grid, giant women or both. I'm no. assuming. Okay. Let's do okay. it. Let's,
2: let's do it. And then I can get his, his take on it. Uh, basically this is referencing the fact that Luke posited that the reason that, um, uh, the movie is canon is because it spends more money and things that have higher budgets are automatically the most canon. The thing that spends the most money is the most canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, James asks, how is this movie still canon now that the new one had a much larger budget?
3: <laughs> I mean, they coexist. It's – it's. Uh, I mean, bear in mind, bear in mind, we see uh, Amy J. Johnson and Jason David Frank in the reboot movie. So, That's it's true. essentially a soft reboot a la the Star Trek reboot. Yes. Where oh, it is an alternate okay. timeline but takes place in the same reality. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But we have sure. to wonder what oh. was
5: the what was the precursor that would have triggered the alternate reality or the alternate timeline rather.
2: The founding of Krispy Kreme.
5: Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> there we go.
2: So Krispy Kreme doesn't exist in in uh, MMPR original canon. Yeah, is what you're saying. I mean, okay. Have you ever seen Does, one in
3: in MMPR? Anywhere? I
2: haven't. Does Dunkin' Donuts exist? No. No. Krispy Kreme takes the place of Ernie's Juice Bar. Oh no! Because there's no Ernie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what a horrible world. That would explain yeah. why everything's so awful. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, that's gonna do it for us this time. We got a bunch of uh, a bunch of stuff to go over next time with the Zords and a couple other things. So we'll we'll put it on hold for now. Um, yeah. yeah so, I mean, this is so, already
3: longer than the first part was, or the second part's going to be. So I yeah. can't
2: believe that would that happen. Well, we talked about a bunch of <laughs> stuff
3: previous anyway well, I mean, just literally uh, in terms of how much the movie we covered
2: yeah that's yeah. true. so that's it um come back next week and we'll finish up the movie which is exciting i'm glad we were able to do it in three because i don't know if i could do this for four episodes <laughs> i might die um But, uh, yeah, come back next week and we'll finish it up and then we're going to move into season three, which is exciting.
3: Yeah, and come back in three weeks because Matt is going to be super prepared for the second part of that uh, that (laughs) three-parter.
4: I might just not even watch it and just try and bullshit improv my way through the entire thing. But you've already seen it. I've no, no, I only watched like half an hour. I only watched exactly. No, I, I'm, as much as-
3: I'm joking about like in three weeks when we go to the episode you accidentally oh, watched.
4: Oh, yeah, that episode. That episode is fucking
3: dog shit.
4: What <laughs> the fuck? It's horrible. You say it's it doesn't like make wanna- you want to go back and watch fucking Masked Rider? No, no. Actually, I was watching it and I'm like. This is maybe the worst episode of the show I've ever seen. Oh, boy. I watched it with a friend blind, and I fucking apologized at oh, the end geez. of that one. I was no, like, I'm really "All curious. right, I'm, I'm not, I'm not fucking. I apologize." We'll watch something of yours. So, so, we so when we do, will we
3: do, when we do bonus that?
4: episodes about Mass Rider,
3: I'm guessing you're not gonna want to be there.
4: Yeah, no, probably not. Not if that show episode was any indication, because Mass Rider is some fucking bullshit. <laughs>
2: All right, so that's going to be. Yeah, we Look forward to those bonus episodes, folks. We
3: we promised them a long time ago. Yeah, we'll there's do been it. scheduling weirdness, mostly just because we really, really want to make sure Julie is on for 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 that because she's yeah. a big Common yeah. Writer fan, and it's kind of hard to work our schedules together because reasons and time zones and
2: stuff. I mean, she lives across the world from us; like, it's not a secret. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, come back next week uh, Until then, check out AudioEntropy.com For lots of other cool podcasts Like, for example, War and Beast Which mm-hmm. has now completed uh, Beast Wars, if you're interested in a recap Of that um, Or a bunch of other cool stuff Like uh, like whatever the fuck it is you guys do over At <laughs> Going Pear Shaped Where you talked about a bad direct <laughs> to DVD Animated movie oh, for some God. Reason. bold
0: <laughs> eagles. Don't
2: bold <laughs> don't eagles even, was amazing. That fucking. I'll admit s- something. I don't uh-huh. listen to every episode of Going Pear Shaped. That's fine, um, uh, but. I did listen to that because I fucking had to know. <laughs> that, okay. I,
4: I'm not kidding. Like, when we, when I watched that movie with a group of friends, they were like, you're not allowed to pick movies anymore. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's reasonable. <laughs>
3: yeah. Listen, folks, we will, uh, Matt and I will talk shit about our own podcast a lot. And it is all
4: earned. All
3: of it is earned. Yeah. But yeah. I am genuinely pretty proud of episode thirty, where we talked
2: about Bold Eagles. It's, yeah, pretty, it's pretty good, pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> so, that that
4: episode. In fairness, his name Bold Eagles is one of those things where it just kind of carries itself
2: because <laughs> holy fucking shit. So that's it for us. Come back next week, and we'll be we'll wrap this up. Um, so until then, I've been Zach. I've been Matt, and I was going to go to sleep,
4: but now I have to go get on the internet and complain about how League of Legends is the worst fucking game in the universe. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs>
2: okay. Uh,
4: okay. Hey, sorry.
2: Uh,
3: I've, I've been Mike, and I'm going to go to bed.
2: All right.
5: And I've been Greg, and I'm going to go work on making a roast.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, may the power protect you always. Why didn't you give full IP refunds for rooms? Because we want money. Fuck
4: you.
1: dum 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 be do be dum 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 be dum 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 dum